Hi, this is Rafer Roberts, the writer of A&A, The Adventures of Archer and Armstrong from Valiant Comics, and you are listening to the 11 O'Clock Comics podcast. Ah, stuttered. Thank you. There was a little bit of an echo on the end of it. Wait, 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 you can't talk. Don't spill the bean in the box. Stay in the box. He doesn't like it in the box. He doesn't like it. We're just going to have to talk over it. That's all. Didn't even get a bastard. Oh, my God. Two minutes in and he's already breaking the rules. No, no, no. We got this. We got this. This is a special thrill of dinner. Yeah. What? No. 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 Yeah, and I heard about it too. Dude, Earth, Wind, and Fire this week? I'm like, what? I didn't even know he died. Sorry. So sorry. And, and Jason, I'm so sorry. It's like them fuckers that were spoiling Daredevil. Oh, oh I can't. We, can we wrap this up so I can watch some Daredevil? Yeah, seriously. Not happening. Oh, my God, dude. You need to let it go. No, I'm not. I didn't say anything. I, no, I, I did not. Now, see, see, this is how, this is how serious. Uh, there's a better word, but I'm just going to use serious. How serious you are about these things. I didn't say I didn't like it. No, you said it's it's not. I, I said that is not my punishment. Right. And it's true. Yes. It, that's which not is, my punishment. Which is why I Frankenstein. No. Because well, yeah, but no. Because he's not drawn by Ron oh, Andrew. Because he's a sadistic prick. Okay, first of all, dude. All right, let's save this for the show. Let's save this for the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah. Save it for the show. Because this, again, back from Chicago, all safe and sound. This is 11 O'Clock Comics, episode 413, and I am Vince B. You are Vince B. And... I would make the joke about flying back in and my arms are tired, but my arm is killing me. I'm David A. Price. Yes, you are. And I'm the third coast greatest curler. I am Christopher Neesman. You're not Christopher Neesman. You're Jason Wood. Oh, <laughs> what the hell is going on? There's something on the wing of the plane. <laughs> 413. You told me you were going to stop at 400. Yeah. I never we had our stride that. after you never indicated that. No, I, I'm telling you, I will be the last one to close the door. It's going to happen. The two boos are going to go and do their own thing. They'll call it the boo-hoo show or something. <laughs> <laughs> he already got the name, Epstein and Ivory. Yep, there you go, which makes not a lick of but sense, who, but that's okay. Who, who is that over there in the corner? They know who the it is. In the box. They want me out of the box. Prodigal What's son? in the box? I just watched hey guys. tonight, and uh, it's like we let, we let him out of the room finally. See, it was got, it was getting it was getting smelly in there. There's something on the wing of the plane, and yes, it's Christopher Neesman. Back back with us after what two years? Yeah, we kept the chair warm for you. It's probably yeah. It actually felt kind of someone else has been sitting in this chair because it was it was toasty warm. <laughs> yeah. Mean- no, I'm 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 back in Chicago, and uh, and uh, and you guys just came and paid me a little visit. You and what, like fifty or sixty thousand of your of your best friends, well, and uh, you, yeah, yeah, 
it was so, a good time, and and we'll we'll get into it mm-hmm. in, in exhausting detail. But if you're looking for cheap comic books and collectibles and all other kinds of previews, catalog, bric-a-brac, there's only one place to get it. And where is that? Discount Comic Book Service. It's true. Discount Comic Book Service. DCBService.com, where you and all your friends and all your loved ones and everybody you know can get rock-bottom prices on their favorite funny books and stuff. Such as, now this is probably going to be the absolute last time you're hearing these. Because uh, I believe the previews catalog comes out next week, so right? means oh, I gotta I get my order in. Yes. And uh, from DC Comics, it is Future Quest number one. Woo woo! Jeff Parker, Evan Doc Shaner doing the Hanna Barbera stuff. You got the Space Ghost and the Johnny Quest. Uh, character designs by some guy named Darwin Cook, whoever that is. Uh, cover price, $3.99. Your take home price, $1.99. Uh, from the fine folks at Valiant, it's Rye Deluxe Hardcover Volume 1. You get a special discount on this. It is an extra big hardcover. Collects Rye 1 to 12. Plus the, uh, there's a couple of plus editions in there and sketches and rarely seen art. Um, cover price is $40, which is not bad for a hardcover collecting 12 issues. But this is 50% off. Which is free. $19.99. It's almost free. Nineteen ninety nine, you can bring it home. And last but not least, it saddens me that this is the last week I'm going to uh, say this. But uh, from Titan Comics, it's Tank Girl, two two girls, one tank. I almost screwed it up. Uh, Alan Martin wrote it. Brett Parsons drew it. Black Frog got the cover, and it's three ninety nine. But your DCBS price now this is pretty good for a Titan comic. Uh, two dollars and nineteen cents. That's forty five percent off. DCBService.com does not mind late orders or order additions, and you get the stuff delivered right to your door. Tell me, what can be easier? You even have to drive to the drive-thru. People are bringing you comics, and you're getting them for, like, dirt cheap. There is no better service in the world. DCBService.com. It is. Vince, you'll be proud of me. Last night, we had one of our POC fantasy baseball drafts, the first of the season. Mm. And my team name is Two Dongs, One Cup. (laughs) <laughs> oh jeez! <laughs> that's how they make that uh what is it not polenta that stuff with the mayonnaise and the corn oh uh um elote. elotes yes yeah. poutine is is canadian <laughs> that's that's uh from from my from my brothers and sisters up in up in canada that's the that's the fries <laughs> and the uh and the gravy and the the cheese oh, curds okay. sister from oh, I'm full on. guys that that's one of the, you know that's that's the last couple of years mm-hmm. you know i used to rail on canada but i've i've really come around on it it's it's not just america's hat my friends it's big canada you start big. you start playing their their national pastime sport and that's what happens absolutely i thought hockey Hockey, you know, that's one of the few sports I, I never played just because I can't skate very well, and you have to be able to skate very well to play that. So, yeah, yeah. curling's more my speed. So It's like um, cleaning and sports at the same time. Sure. I like Oh, hush. Oh, hush. No, I'm oh, serious. Hush. I would Because, you know, I like to clean. <laughs> I do. Yes. Curling's like the bowling of Canada, Vince. Shut up. Bowling's <laughs> awesome. No, I'm <laughs> just saying it's equivalent. It takes very much skill. Chris, yeah, what yeah. do you drink? You go uh, first. Oh, oh my gosh. Uh, we're still doing the, the whole, do I get, I get to do the, I get to do the I first one? Listen, buddy. Yes. No, you're the no, no, we need, no, because I always went last. Uh, Vince, what are you drinking this week? <laughs> All right. I'm triple fisting it. Ooh. I got, um, Just like you from Trogues. Right. From, this is, I'm drinking the bread this week, according to David. Uh, 
Good bread. I'm drinking the Trogues uh, Nugget Nectar, which is amazing. Um, a bottle of Yingling and a stray bottle of Sam Adams. Wow. Yeah. Wow. You got them lined up, huh? Do. Just don't pour them all into the same glass. No, that would time. that would not be good. Especially the Nugget Nectar is by far the best of the three. It is. Where's the Nugget Nectar from? Trogues. I've I've not had that. That sounds that's, that sounds delicious. Out of, uh, I don't know, my glasses on. And I can't really tell you because I can't read it. None of your glasses on? They're always, they were around your neck all weekend long. I know. I yeah. loved Vince's glasses. <laughs> yeah, I'm old. I'm old. <laughs> Absolutely. Best. Uh, Jason, how about you? What are you drinking? In honor of this very special occasion, uh, I'm, uh, I'm switching it up a little bit and I'm drinking some Jameson. Nice. Oh, which we had. Friday night. Plenty of it. Yeah. Uh, apparently Jason had a lot of Jameson Friday night because I got, uh, I got the recap a couple days later. <laughs> Jason had a left. lot of, of Red Bull and vodka. Yeah, that was my, that was, that was, that was his yeah. jam. And we had, uh, and, and we did the shots of, of Malort. Whew. Which were awesome. Oh boy. Yeah. Well, we've established that your, your taste buds are dead, Vince. So that's, that's fine. <laughs> I like something very powerful. It, it, it leaves an impression. You know what I mean? You, that, now he Why bought, you came back to me? Now he bought that Jameson for me. He's like, oh, you're drinking this. And I, and I drank it, and it was good, right? <laughs> but a couple minutes later, I didn't remember it. That Malort, you remember that shit because like nothing that. tastes like it. Yeah. <laughs> this is yeah, true. It's like a, like a booger on your finger you just can't get rid of, yeah. man. It's true. <laughs> tastes like rotten grapefruit and shame. You put it underneath so, your pants. Uh, it's like you're <laughs> Alright, uh, uh, David, what are you drinking? Uh, I was going to have, like Jason, some, well not, not Jameson, but I was going to have some bourbon, cause I think I have what the guys brought back to the condo. I have some larceny downstairs, but I didn't, because it is a special occasion, so I cracked open a bottle of wine that I hadn't tried yet, and because we're doing our recap tonight, it is from Knocking Point, which of course is the winery that is co-founded by Stephen Amel of Arrow fame. And it is knocking point year three. It is, uh, it is their red wine that they, it, it was the first blend that they made three years ago. And every year they release a, um, a new version of it. And it's got a funky little, uh, drawing by Mr. Jim Lee on the label. No way. Yeah. Cool. Oh, neat. Neat. Drawing of what? Of, of a, of three fingers knocking back a, a, the tail of an arrow in a bow. I'll, I'll oh, take a picture, that's but I'll cool. show you. I got it. That's neat. Oh, oh very like neat. That. Very neat. Well, I definitely, uh, uh, wanted, uh, to break out something special and, um, uh, it's, I've even, you know, I'm, 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 I stopped drinking. I haven't had a drink since, uh, since Sunday because I'm trying to lose some weight, but I was like, okay, I have to, have to have a drink for, uh, uh, for 11 o'clock. And, uh, you guys will remember when Marta and I went to Scotland, uh, a couple years ago. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, uh, uh, one of my favorite places in, in the entire world is this little, uh, seaside village called Oban. And, uh, it's, uh, just this amazing little place in the world that, uh, you know, when I think about it, I think my blood pressure just drops 
just just by just by bringing it to mind. And uh, uh, one of the things I loved about Oban is is the wonderful distillery there. And uh, and while we were while we were there, just kind of you know fell in love with the, with the little town and 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 the scotch that they that they make there. And uh, since coming back, we you know it's 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 a really good scotch and it's really not cheap either and so we keep uh we keep a couple bottles set aside uh just for special occasions so uh tonight i decided to uh pull out the uh open distillers edition and uh and have a have a dram of that and it is uh it's one of my favorite scotches from my favorite place in the world to talk to three of my favorite people in the world Dang. wow Oof. holy crap I'm tearing up over Look here at that now what's Aww. a dram is that like uh, a, a shot or a bigger than a shot? It's a, it's a pour. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Even shot. though you'll go over it, if you, <laughs> it's what? So it's a poor man's shot. Yeah, it's uh, uh, it's got when you'll. It's basically one ounce pour, and it is really weird. If you know, if you're used to drinking in American bars, you know they'll, you know, they may meter out uh, uh, booze, you know, with the, you know, with the controlled pours and the, and that kind of stuff, but. Man, over in Scotland, they measure this shit out like to the drop. And wow. they, I mean, you're not getting any deals over there at the places I went anyway. And I asked why. And it's because their, their booze is taxed by volume. And so it's, it's, they, they keep a very, very tight eye on, uh, on how much, on how much booze goes through. So yeah, whenever they say a dram, I mean, it's an ounce and it is exactly a fucking ounce. So there you go. Cool. There's there's your there's your Scotch abroad talk. It's <laughs> three lessons. It's Scotch about. talk. We covered it. Mm-hmm. All right. We're gonna talk well, about Daredevil now, right? Sure. Well, if you'd like to, you're I, killing I, me. You're killing I, me with the intro talk. I, I don't know if Jason. I, I'm only. I'm only up to the fifth episode. Yeah, I'm, I'm only. I've watched five. I only watched three. Yes, I'm like ten minutes into the sixth, but for all intents okay. and purposes, well, I'm we, we can talk the first three. Just, yes, we definitely yeah. can. And I think, I, I think just based on that, Vince, I think with the fourth episode, I have a feeling you will come around. Okay, but at the end of the third episode, I mean, like I said, spoilers, yes. Three episodes spoilers of, in the first three episodes. I know we're in a world now where everyone automatically assumes everybody watches 13 hours of TV in a day, but. Yeah. But, not uh, the first three episodes are going to get potentially spoiled. Okay. Okay. Going end of the third episode, I thought what I had just seen, and I watched all three at, simultaneously, not all at once, but in one in one shot consecutively. Yeah. And I thought this is very entertaining. So far, it feels as good as the the first season, in terms of. You know the actors and the, the 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 sets and the cinematography. What's there and the, just the the storyline is cool. I I hate the Punisher. Wow, hate. I, I hate him. I think I think uh, you know. We're only saving hate for Batman versus Superman talk. The the <laughs> because I haven't seen that yet. The um the the Marvel Universe Frank and I love Frank. I think we all have a soft spot for Frank, I'm right? Blinder. To to some very varying degrees. He's he's unhinged. He's borderline insane. He's violent, aggressive, all those things. But what he's not, he's not sadistic. He's not a butcher. He doesn't take people's hands. Yeah, as, no. Hey, come on. And he doesn't put guys on meat hooks. A, 
it's it's just nasty. And I know you said, oh, this is the Punisher. No, this okay, world hold, needs. the but the, now now I I need to go back and watch the the second or third episode because when I was telling Renee your issues with it on the drive home tonight, unless. She missed something she thought, and I thought like you did, Vince, but she thought that one of the, um, that the Irish mob put the dude on the meat hook, and I don't, I, I don't agree with her, but that's, so I'm gonna just, nah, but the, the, the it was, it was, no, Frank, it was, right? no, it was, it was Frank, it was yeah. Frank, yeah. But now, that was excessive for the no, Punisher. But he left, he let him live. He left him alive. And, and the thing is, the, as far as the hand <laughs> being, being taken off, he yeah. didn't, he didn't just cut the hand off to just, Oh, I'm taking your hand or Okay. I'm... Out of the Punisher's very own mouth, if he left him alive, then he failed at that job. Because he said specifically, I'm the guys that get I'm the guy that gets gets it done. I finished the job. I'm I'm if you want something done, you come to me. Yeah. You know, so he failed. If he left that guy alive, one, he didn't know he was still alive. Two, he failed. That that's his motive that's his mind he, or, or that was one dude that wasn't that he was out to kill. Well, then why put him on a meat hook? To get him out of the way. <laughs> anyway, you slice it. It's just nasty. It's nasty and mean. And, and, and Frank can be nasty and mean, but he, like, and another thing, he's, he's unloading a double barrel shotgun in a hospital with cops around, an innocent, an innocent woman that, you know, and I know that this is not, again, I, I'll, I'll that, agree with you. That, this that is not gets, the Marvel Universe, Frank. It was still controlled though. Yeah, that, 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 How that, do you control gets, a double barrel shotgun? That gets addressed later. It's, yes. it's yeah. So it's just boom. Uh, I you know I see I see what you're saying, but I think that there's been so many so many takes on Punisher. People think of him as like this you know very you know straight line character that he's always been this way. But you know I was uh, you know one of the nice things about about not having to do a weekly comic book show is that I can actually like read for pleasure now. And so yeah. I, I went back and I was, I reread all of Frank Miller's, uh, Daredevil run and those, especially getting ready for, for the, the second season of Daredevil. I wanted to, I wanted to go back and read the, uh, the Punisher issues mm-hmm. that he shows up in. And have you, when was the last time you read those issues? Long time. Hmm. Anyone? Yeah, it's been, been a while. while. Yeah. It's been a while. Yeah. I start actually yeah. late last year. I did start rereading the Miller stuff because I, I I read The Man Without Fear leading up mm-hmm. to the first season of Daredevil, and then after that, I went back and started reading from Miller's beginning. So I I'm not up to the issues with um, with Electra or Punisher, uh, mm-hmm. who constantly make an appearance. But uh, I'm dying to see where you're going. Yeah, it's it, you read that, and out of all of the Frank Miller stuff, that ages very well, and and a lot of a lot of that run really does age well. The the, the Punisher stuff does not. Uh, that character, by the time that that Frank got a hold of him, was not as developed as as we think of of Punisher or Frank. Right. You know, the, the Frank Castle character. And that really came along in the nineties. And, and it's, I think of, I think of Punisher not as a Frank Miller character or what, who was the, uh, the Spider-Man 120, 129? Yeah. Who Jerry wrote that? Conway. 
Jerry oh, Conway uh, and, and drawn by the incomparable Ross Andrew. Yeah, um, you know, I, I don't think of that as, as, as their character either. I mean, that's Garth Ennis's character. And I think that the, the Punisher that, that we're seeing on Daredevil right now is a younger version of, of Ennis's Punisher Max. And, yeah, and I that agree. Frank would absolutely put someone on a fucking meat hook. And he ran over Wolverine. He, he ran over Wolverine with a with a bulldozer. It, it's just they're just yeah, it's, they're. It, it, yeah. This is this is the. This you know, is I, I think I, I think that I think this is just. Yeah. Well, yeah, and I think it's. I, I think this is the the Daredevil on Netflix version of of Frank Castle. It's just going to be mm-hmm. you know another it, for for such a. A, a, a one-dimensional character for a really, really long time. I think it's really fascinating that we can get uh, a lot of different facets of of who Frank Castle is. You know, considering he's he's an out of control, uh, you know, war veteran vigilante. You know, I also oh, here's here's my mild political uh, uh, moment. I, I think it's I think it's also fascinating that we can have comic book characters that have their origins based in in different wars and we as a country are at fucking war so much that it's really easy for us to update their fucking origin yes. stories. Yes. You know, because he's that not a Vietnam vet. Because because he would be fucking sixty five. Right. Yeah. So yeah, it's just point. it's it's just Afghanistan. You know. Now it's it. Yeah. You know, same thing with with Tony Stark. I mean, Tony wasn't uh, Iron Man. Wasn't that Korean War? Yes. Originally. Yeah. Yep. So yeah. I think it's hilarious how we could how it's so easy for us to update the war story origins. Yeah, I'm with you though, Chris and, and David. I, I think that uh, so far what I've seen of Frank in the show is re- very evocative of, of Ennis, and to me, that's the best Punisher run I've ever read. So, oh yeah, I mean, so yeah. I'm with it. And yeah. and John Bernthal does nothing for me. He yeah, obviously studied now, at the. Shane, here's here's Shane. the thing. Here's the thing, Vince. I really didn't think I was going to like the casting of Bernthal because it's an actor I already knew, and like you said, other things I've seen him in, I've not felt much, but. I'm with David. Watch the fourth episode because okay. I think the fourth episode, it's either, if it doesn't click with you then, it's not going to click. But for me, it drew me fully into the character. Hmm. Yeah, the other but, thing is, is that I think that, you know, Netflix is doing this for comic book fans, but they're also, I mean, they know that we're a niche audience. And so they're doing this for the masses as they should be. We know Frank's origin, and so we're waiting for for them to, you know, for for the, them to do that cinematically for us. But for people that don't know who Punisher is, I mean, the reveal of why he's the Punisher is is pretty is pretty heavy stuff. I think we yeah. just look at it differently because I mean, we've seen the radioactive spider bite so many fucking times, or <laughs> or the the pearl necklace hitting the you know hitting the 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 ground that that Vince loves. Um, you know. <laughs> not the pearls. Oh, the Waynes must be dying. It's the pearls. Yeah. The uh, no, I, yeah. So I, yeah, we've just seen it so many times. Go ahead, Vince. No, I'm. Uh, it, it's it's a, a, a very good quality. I'm just taken aback by how different this no, is. No, it's fine. It, it's from. I mean, Daredevil's fine. not. No, no, Daredevil's not different at all. I mean, this Daredevil to me is straight out of the comics. I know this character. Right. I've read this yes. character for for decades. They did not tweak Matt Murdock very much. Right. 
uh, or Foggy, made him a little younger, more baby face, but that's okay. And I'm not looking for a carbon copy of everything I've read. It's just that. Made Karen super fine. Oh, damn fine. My goodness. Although, I'm going to run for money. Oh, yeah. When is Karen going to get on the smack? That's what I'm waiting for. That's, that's I'm that's serious. I said, three. when is she going to get, when is she going to get the age? Yeah, at the end of this three. season, and then she, that, that's the intro. That, yep. that's, that's the, before the, the credits roll at the beginning of yeah, the third season. No I don't, I don't, I don't think they're going to do that. They're not going to do it I yet, just want, but it, it's, it, the, now, Renee is watching this pretty much blind with, with, with no baggage. Um, when, when she saw the bullets flying and, and whoever the hell was taking out the, the, the three gangs, she, she thought it was, she thought it was more, way more than just one dude. And once they mentioned the Punisher, she recognized the name because it's, it's one of my brother-in-law's favorite characters. So she's familiar with the Punisher. She just didn't expect, she, she had no idea that he was going to be showing up this season. And, and so that, that watching her reaction to that was pretty neat. And, nice. uh, to see, to see him, cause she's, and she is absolutely glued to the screen, especially during the third episode fight and, or at the end of the second episode and, oh no, no, the third episode fight leading before the fourth, they, um, it's, it is, no, it was the third episode where, 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 third, yeah. where they're just blow for blow throwing at the, the baton at each other. And as soon as like Punisher gets knocked down on the ground, Kips back up and, th- and she is just, she's loving it. She is absolutely loving everything about it, but that fucking stairway scene. Oh, that was awesome. That, that was, was just, oh. it was, it, it's, I, now, now I'm thinking, well, what's, I thought, what's I thought the hallway next? scene, gonna, oh, the, the hallway, hallway scene was scene fantastic. Was great. And I was just like, they just, they just upped the ante the with this only, fucking stairwell. And the fight coordinating in this TV show is absurd. It's, it's, it's yeah. absolutely so, amazing. My, my, I'm, I'm slightly, very, just slightly because the hallway scene was fantastic and was pretty much one take. They did pull the Alfred Hitchcock rope trick where, you know, someone's, someone's back was in front of the camera. So they were able to actually change, change scenes or redo a take. But I don't know if like next season they're just going to like be fighting while falling down the side of a building. I, I don't know how to hell you top the hallway <laughs> scene, but the, the homage to the cover with no more Mr. Nice Guy just floored me. I had to rewind that and see it again. Because when he had, when, cause it was after Punisher taped the gun to his hand and he's in the hallway and he sticks his hand up, he got a slight smirk. It was just, I was done. That right. was my super sweet moment of the episode. I mean, the hallway, the, the stairway scene was absolutely amazing, but to see that, I was just, I was blown away at that point. But, yeah. you know, my, my only, my only criticism on last season was the reveal of the costume, which it just, it, it hit a, a sour note for me in, in the entire, you know, the entire show was this, you know, this great build up and then you seem revealed in the costume and it was just like, ooh, okay, not good. Um, I, the tweaks that they made on it by the end of the, by the end of the second episode, I was completely bought in on the, yeah, well, on, you're, on you're the exactly costume. right. The, the costume is evolving this season to you to a point where it looks like, the daredevil we've known and that make, mm. but they did it in such an organic way that it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So yep. I'm down with it. Yeah. Yeah. Did I'm you notice it. that when the, uh, when the batons hit 
uh, concrete or they they sound like rebar. They sound like they're made out of steel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's strange. Mm-hmm. I mean, I wouldn't want to get hit by one of them. No. Oh, but oh, I mean, I always yeah. thought of 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 his um the batons as some kind of a of a steel, but encased in maybe like a plastic or a something that he can you know grab onto. Like not not a not a they not, used, not they, they used to be his cane. Yeah, right. That's what that. I mean. I'm waiting for you know Tony Stark or someone to show up and go. Well, you know you can get rid of that that walking stick, which he which he just taught, especially when he um oh you didn't get to that episode Vince, but he and he did it last year though too, where he he'd be running down the the alleyway and just like tossing the walking stick off to the side and. um I guess going back for it later, but yeah, I mean the batons, and he does. We don't need to see him connecting them. We we know that there there are two smaller pieces that he ends up connecting to make a bigger staff, so he can take on Punisher and the like. But and and I like how it's not just it doesn't come back instantly. He will throw it at an angle where it's going to bounce off a couple of walls and then land. It doesn't always come back to him. And I I right. It's not like half shield. Right, yeah. So it's he may know he knows where it's going, but he knows that. And oh my god, when um the uh oh fuck, see, I'm I'm confused. I don't know what's in the third episode and what's the fourth. So there's just no. I do, I do, I do know what's in the fourth. Vince, you're going to love scenes in the fourth episode, but uh, it's it's just yeah, everything is clicking. I I think so far with the five episodes that the second season. I'm feeling is stronger than the first, but that happens with a lot of shows where sure. that first season is just the setting the it up and yeah. right. You're past the setup and, and first seasons are always, yeah, you, you need to everybody, you need to get comfortable with no. everybody. And, and you no. kind of needed the first season. Here, did they we did meet a real lawyer they, in Jessica Jones? Did we meet who? Blondie. Oh, lawyer. Reyes. Oh, no, no Blondie no, was no, last. No, no, Blondie was, was last. That was, Daredevil. That, yeah, was that was, that was, um, because Foggy and, um, and Matt were going to work there. It's Foggy's, it's Foggy's ex-girlfriend. But I yeah, know well, that, but we didn't, cause, but they, th- she talks about the Jessica Jones working at her firm. That's why I'm. Yes. Right. Yeah. She works, she works she, for, she works for Carrie and Mom. Okay. Okay. Her character. But we yeah. did not, but we didn't see her character during Jessica okay. Jones. Sorry. So, so I, I love the, the little sleight of hand that they did. And that is, you know, and we, and we know it as, as comic book fans. It's the, the, usually the first movie in a series is the best because it's a retelling of the origin story, right? Right. You know, so the, that's why they, that's why they reboot Spider-Man every, every, you know, 10 years is so they can retell the origin story. You saw it with Batman. You see it with, you know, well, unfortunately you see it with Superman, um, where they, they know that the strongest story and why these characters are so, um, uh, why they stand the time is because of these great you know, core stories in, the, in their origin. And what they've done in the second season of Daredevil is they're like, you know what? Origin stories are great. And so it's, it's as much Punisher season one as it is Daredevil season yeah. two. Yeah. I, so they're, they're, this is Frank Castle's story. And so they're, they're taking all of the best things about telling an origin story and using it to further along the Daredevil, uh, series. And I, I think that's a, that was a really, really smart way to, to go about doing it is making, you know, your second season of Daredevil really the, the Punisher origin story. And so we'll see, uh, we'll see if they continue to do stuff like that. It's, um, 
you know, the, it looks, well, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna give anything away, but, um, uh, it could be some interesting directions for season three. Agreed. Now, the reason we aren't through the entire season of Daredevil is because we were otherwise occupied this weekend. Yeah, we had something going on. Oh. It's true. Our triumphant return to Sados Ados. Got the band Yay! back together. Which sick. has gotten big. It's gotten, oh, it's gotten bigger. Was it bigger than, was it bigger than the, bigger than you remember it? Well, it was in a different, it was in a different part of the building than the last time mm-hmm. I was there. But I will say that, um, it was, it wasn't, it never was un, untenable though. Like, New York has gotten to the point where, I mean, Saturday is pretty much impossible to attend. I mean, you, you, you can hide out in Artist Alley, but even that's crazy packed. But you're better off taking Saturday off and doing the other stuff in the city. I mean, it's that crazy. Mm-hmm. But C2E2, it was certainly much more crowded on Saturday than the other two days, but, but at no point was it impossible to navigate around. Nice. And nice. that, that makes a much more pleasant con experience, at least for me. No, I agree with you. It was, um, the aisles were nice and spread out and there wasn't a lot of that bumping and grinding that you usually encounter in New York. Nobody left with any babies. Um, but, <laughs> and, and I, I had to say that the cosplayers were n- nowhere near as, uh, obtrusive as the, the ones Very in true. New York. Yeah, that's true. So, I mean, a good time was had on the floor. What was on the floor was a little bit, a teeny tiny bit of a letdown. Because I go to a comic book show for what? Comic books, um, right? Vinyl. And, 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 well, yeah, and vinyl too, but mostly comic books. And the, uh, ratio of comic book dealers to other dealers was not very high. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately. There was your, you had your original art guys were there and that was great, but your back issue dealers, it was maybe about 20%. Of, of all the, the booths on the floor. Wouldn't you say that, Jason? About 20? Yeah, yeah. 20 mm-hmm. And that was sad. I mean, for me, because yeah. that's why I go, you know. I that's an expensive booth for those guys to try and earn that back, you know. Yeah, like I mean, a, even, a, a, a uh, even, the, ago. even, even Pat and Dow challengers didn't set up, so. Kind of shows you, you know. Yeah. The economics uh, aren't exactly lining up. Yeah, I, yeah, I, th- I think for those, sh- th- those shows have become such pop culture shows, and I know that there are, you know, yeah, we're gonna go there and, and dig through, you know, the back issue bins. I just don't know if, if the, if your average Comic Con attendee is there to, to rifle through, rifle through back issue bins, yeah. as opposed to, you know, hitting the, the, the video game, you know, the entertainment booths. And, well, you know, Chris, and, you hit on it because, in the few times that we were looking for specific comics in the back issue bins, mm-hmm. I was really taken by the fact that at almost no point of the weekend were there lots of people digging through lots of bins. Like almost every place had maybe three, four people looking at bins at any given time. Whereas in even a few years ago, I mean, with C- Did he hit the mute button? <laughs> it's just like old times. <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> yeah, you know, I'll, I'll, until he gets back. You know, they, I, these are these are comic culture shows more than they are comic book shows anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, comic books are still a huge part of it, but you know, you, you still you, you see it in the people that are there, even the people that are in Artist Alley getting sketches and and that kind of stuff are, are maybe even more art fans than they are comic book fans and that's that's not a bad thing it's you know no. it's it's they are they are pop culture shows and and that's that's fine but i think for i think for your your uh your back issue dealers your comic shops that and you, certainly with you know the internet and and ebay and and all that kind of stuff for for finding back issues i mean back in the day we've talked about it you used to go to comic book shows because it was the only place that you could fill in big gaps in in your comic book collection. They're really, you know, unless you were, you know, going to the comic book shop or multiple comic book shops all the time and, and asking for asking the owners to to set stuff aside for you if they found it. Comic book shows is where you went to fill in holes in your collection. I don't know if that's the case anymore. No, especially with uh, so many places you can. You can get a whole run on eBay. You have so many different, mm-hmm. um, whether it's Mile High or, uh, my comic shop. I mean, there are places where yeah. you can find sure. back issues, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's neat to see, to see deals. Um, there were not a lot of deals that I saw. I mean, you had one guy selling the, the seven issues from Born Again for 40 bucks. Uh, ooh, one guy was selling the, uh, the complete first the edition of uh who's who and that that wasn't cheap for what that was oh, wow. uh, there really? were um the first first 100 issues no issues 101 to i think 1 150 the the last few issues of or the last handful of issues of, of marvel team up was like 80 bucks or something it was just like i don't understand where they were coming up with with some of these figures but yeah some of the prices were crazy but there were i mean there was deals to be had yeah we're, we're, how, much, how much did you score all those uh those hulk hulk back issues for two bucks a pop okay that's cool yeah and that's that's bronze age uh 20 cent hulk i mean we'll go i'll go into it later but um you you had to do a little bit of digging to find stuff will pfeiffer got the score of the show by far what do you get it, it, in in my estimation he found a copy of bob hope number 101 um for like three bucks and it was in really good shape it's got a, a an illustration of bob hope riding a shark on the on the front like <laughs> The, and and um back in this part of the run of Bob Hope, it was the monster craze, right? So you had your Dracula analog, your Frankenstein monster analog was in there, and and you had a Wolfman, and and they're on the cover, they're on the the like you know it's like almost like an EC cover where you have the the nested image with the the characters running down the the left side. It's a great issue. He got it for three bucks, and I had it in my hand, and I saw the look on his face, and I'm like. Oh well, you may like this. It's like, why did I give it to him? Because he's my boo. That's why I gave it to him. Will was like, I really Aww. want that. Put it back, Vince. Put it back. And I'm getting no, it. I told him I didn't want it. But if he if he left it there, man, it would be on my stack right now. Oh, I can't funny. lie. I can't lie. But no, I we we uh, I got I got some books. Um, I don't think Jason bought any comics, did he? Uh, no, he bought. Uh, no, he was an artist alley pretty much for the. I mean, we, he he bought the Legos for the boys. Um, but no, I do not believe 
we we did walk the con floor, the the, the dealer section because he was helping me look for a. Uh, Can you hear me now? Yep. Hello there. He was. Uh, I bought me one comic. For, oh, you did. Yeah, I bought a uh, a slab version of the second appearance of the Falcon. Yes, that's right. That's right. You did. I forgot all about that because we were. Um, it was while we were looking for. I was. I was looking for another first issue of uh, Mage to Hero Discovered because I can't find mine for some reason. So, what? yeah, we were around. I, I'm I surprised two, you've been able to sleep. I, I have two through 15 right where I see them. I have no idea what the fuck happened to number one. So whenever I go to a con, that's what I'm looking for. And uh, and while we were out and about, yeah, Jason found the... Um, and he had... Those were some pretty good prices. And, and yeah, that dude somebody has legit that, prices because uh, he's a very... Like I told David, he, this guy's a legit grader. Like his grading was legit. Like if you're buying, if you're trying to buy collectible back issues, like not, not bin diving at, at cons, it's an absolute joke. You're not looking for reader copies. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, they, everything, everything that people are selling is marked up to absurd prices trying to trap some rando who wants to buy a comic on the fly. I mean, there's absolutely no, very few dealers are being honest about grades at a con, and so yeah. Well, they figure you're trapped, and if you want it, you know. But to your point, Chris, like that's it how it used to be. Like back in the day, if you were at a con and you wanted, mm-hmm. you know, X Men '94, and like you bought the one that you could find, but that's like it just doesn't work anymore. Yeah. Which is why they have no traffic at these things yeah. because it takes two seconds for a dude to pull out his phone. Go to a comic price guide and see what it's actually worth and what it's been bought for on Heritage for the last two years, and then say, "Well, I'll give you, you know, four hundred fifty bucks, not the eight hundred you want." And then the dealer would be like, "Oh, I could sell it for six fifty right now." And then you're like, "All right, well, more power to you then." Yeah, have fun selling it. Yeah, <laughs> I'll always end your sentence with "bitch" because it resonates more. <laughs> bitch. And go ahead and do that, bitch. bitch. Whatever. But uh, yeah, I was looking for a copy of that Fear Number Nineteen, and I couldn't find it. Mm-hmm. Anywhere. Yeah, we did go looking for that. Oh, well. Say lovey. Yeah, but um, let's talk about uh, a Friday night. We're going to skip over Thursday night? I was just going to say, you know, I mean, usually no, we, we, don't, we, we don't have paint to. a picture with, you know, how how the whole weekend starts. I um, Well, let's do it Tarantino style and start in the middle and then work our way mm, back. <laughs> Zed is dead, baby. Zed. Uh, that is dead. <laughs> I, I I got to Jason's house Wednesday night. We flew out to Chicago Thursday morning. Um, Y'all caught that, back, right? Yes. David slipped over Jason's house Thursday night. He oh, did. He was well, invited. Or Wednesday night. Well, I don't know why you didn't sleep at your boo's house, Vince. I guess Will. Oh, because Will was already halfway. He lives <laughs> closer to Chicago. So anyway. It's all funny. Uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> so and then we, 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 uh, we barrel roll our way into Chicago. <laughs> and it's uh Mario's the first person we see. Oh boy. After a very exciting exchange uh between Chris and Jason on where the hell we're going and how the hell we're gonna get there. We all meet for lunch and then there are a few of the other guys start to show up. Uh Tim mm-hmm. shows up and then uh and then Vince and we all make our way over to the very nicely laid out crib that, uh, that, that Jason had, had acquired for the weekend. It worked out nicely. It really did. Yeah. And, uh, and then the rest of the crew started to trickle in. I believe Will was first. 
followed by Ben and Zach, and then finally Ray. Um, but Thursday night was was an absolute blast. While uh, three of the guys were out chopping the stock, the 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 pantry, um, shrimp, a little uh, a an up and comer decided to stop by and hang out with us for a little bit who practically i think it was getting to the point where it's like dude i, I think we're all like going to bed now it's it's okay to go back I thought to my head's gonna hit the table I like, yeah I like we love you scotty but uh yeah it, i try to give uh, him a few <laughs> but yeah that that was that the, was the, the first the, 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 long, the loneliness of country living was was showing itself so it, he's it's, like people to talk to Oh, and it was, it was an absolute blast. I mean, I was, I was just sitting back, which was me most of the weekend. I was kind of just taking it all in. I mean, to sit back and, and watch, um, watch Scotty talking to Ray and Jason about, uh, who the best MCs are and, 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 you know, that was riveting. Zach I, was, and, I could not and look you, away. No, you, no, which is why your eyes were locked on to whatever the hell Will was doing. You, dick up. you were talking to your boo and Zach about <laughs> Dude, you're pretty hot. You're the punisher this episode. You're a hostile bastard. Uh, but no, I mean, I think, I, I think Thursday kind of just really set the tone for what was going to happen this weekend. And, and it, it was, it was a constant high at no point. I mean, aside from my fucking arm killing me, I don't think there was a, a, um, a low point, uh, a, a mar on the entire weekend. Nah. And let's run no. through our, our roommate situation real quick. It was, it was the, it was Vince, David, myself, Chris, because the fucking dude lives in Chicago, decided not to stay with us. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> my, uh, wife, my wife was curling. I had to take yeah. care of the dogs. Uh, Mr. Crusay, uh, Mr. Teed, Mr. Pfeiffer. Uh, we had Mario in the house, as David noted. Uh, also, our newest addition, but who's family for life now. We, you we, 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 we beat him in just like we did Roland a few years ago. This is our man, Ray. See, Roland, you don't come, and your slot gets filled. It, totally replaced. Uh-huh. You're done. Plus, Ray takes up less space and has better taste in music, so you're done. Oh, and brings right. and brings shirts. And, and yeah, he brings shirts. Yeah, too. Uh, Tim. Freaky Tiki. And is that it? That was it, That was the nine, yeah. yeah. That's, That's right. yeah. Yeah. Um, Spacious as hell, because at no yeah. time were we at Big AF, were we ever... Cramped or crowded. The, the kitchen was huge. I mean, people don't want to hear this, but let's just say, the, you know, David and I slept in the same bed. Why he didn't sleep with Jason, his boo, I don't understand. Maybe you throw me a bone. Me and Mario were We do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh man, it was ridiculous. It was so Chris much fun. Fat. We had, uh, we had an unbelievable penchant for the game show network. Yeah. That's, uh, that was, yeah. That, that was, that was uh, <laughs> serious. Someone's in the kitchen and the TV was on. Game show. I don't know if I don't know if that TV got any of the stations. I mean, it was nuts. Now we were there. It was bananas. Yeah. It was. It was. I can. I have to say, when I'm 75 in an old age home, I'm going to understand the appeal. I'm going to watch the Game Show Network like a motherfucker. Because <laughs> it's, it's 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 unexpectedly captivating. It is unintentionally embarrassing too for the, the people the, that are the, the Crippus Dope. The only minor nit about it was that even though it was very close to the convention center, so we walked there, which was great, if we wanted to do anything else, whether it be get cocktails, get groceries, go to the bank, go to eat, we did have to take a car, and none of us had a car, so uh, we had to basically grab three Ubers each time we wanted to go somewhere. So that was the one mm-hmm. the one minor nit. 
of that location. So let's roll into Friday. Friday. Friday was pretty awesome. First day of the con. Con got rolling. The thing that pissed me off Friday about the convention, and you know, they, they welcome critique. They want to, they always want to get better, right? We're standing, waiting to get in. Now, we all have press passes. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, woohoo for us, but we all have press passes. I don't and know who y'all did, is. What they, what they did was they let, they did not let us into the convention until the entire queue of general admission people were let in. So I said to Jason, I said, basically really? these press passes are useless. It was bananas. They're, they're worthless. It, it made no sense at all. It is. It, oh, it, so it, they, oh, so they didn't let press in early? Which no. is fine. They, which I don't I'm, mind I'm okay early, with that. But the fact that we had to them, wait yeah. for everybody, whereas, you know, in, in New York. I don't mind waiting. You, I mean, in, in, when we're at Heroes or, I mean, New York, and it's the same, same organization. Read Pop puts on both shows, but mm-hmm. I know at New York, you have to register your pass, your badge, and, and, and you're scanned when you go in and out. And whereas here, it was just a free for all and everybody ran to the, to the, yeah. to any opening. And, and what and, was weird, you also had, there was a point in, in time each day where the entrance all of a sudden only became the exit. You, it, 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 oh yeah, you couldn't go in any other way, and that was it. It, it just kind of screwed the flow up a little bit. I'm, you know, I'm a big follower of form and function, big believer in it. So if you have, if you've segmented your passes and you've you've compartmentalized them into various, okay, here's your general admission, and then you have your press pass, and this is your pro pass. If you're good, by letting the general admission people in before, you're stripping any kind of worth that that press and pro pass has. It, it doesn't even make sense to, to even make them, right? It's well, worse. To play devil's advocate, pro pass does get you in for free. Well, so does the press pass. Well, right, either one. Yeah, yeah. But I, it's, then don't differentiate it. Just make a, you know, whoop-de-doo, chaos reigns, let's just have one pass and I'll just beat each other up to get in. There you go. Don't even even compartmentalize them. It just my, it was my, silly. My my view from the from the uh, the the lowly will call um, pass that, that I bought. <laughs> um, I'm stunned that you actually bought one. Like you're still you a professional. No, I wasn't. I I I I haven't done I haven't done anything in two years. I would have felt I would have felt dirty, you know, trying to get a, a press pass. I like feeling um, dirty. Well, yeah, and I and I think I mean you guys, you it's cool with you guys because you you still do this every week, and you know there there are a lot of people who are legit out there talking about comics and you know and and doing like real press stuff. That that's not me anymore. So um, uh, anyway, uh, I think that part of the reason that they may be doing that is because there has been uh, a fair amount of abuse for for the for the press badges, and instead of denying them because they may not they may not want to deny press passes and then say oh shit we we screwed up and we had press badges that we should have given to so and so yeah they just kind of take out some of the incentive for it would be my guess but anyway um my 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 experience was i i got there at about 11 so i was there probably about an hour after you guys um and I walked right up to the will call desk, showed them my ID. They 
gave me my pass and I was, I was in the convention center and probably five minutes from going to will call, grabbing my badge and, and walking in. So it was super easy for me to get in. Mm-hmm. Thank now, you of course, for you know, yeah, I mean the, 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 the big rush had, had already gone through and all that. So, um, you know, and then I was just like, wow, okay, they're in the big room this year. It was then, then it was the, then it was the 10 minute walk over to freaking Artist Alley, which, uh, which was mm-hmm. hopping at that point. And of course you and then, had you know, Sal walking up. And you had Sal with you. Oh yeah. Well, no, actually I didn't, uh, I didn't, um, I, uh, just bumped into him. Oh, oh uh, weird. In, in Artist Alley. Yeah, yeah, I just, you know, I, I saw him. And I, no shit, who was, I was, uh, I was talking to Gavin. You guys, you guys know Gavin, right? Artist uh, Gavin? Um, yeah, you probably met him. Um, and, and I mentioned Sal's name and, and turned around and, and there he was. I was like, oh shit. So, and, uh. Speak of the devil. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, you know, say the devil's name and then, and then he appears. And, uh, and then we walked over and, uh, um, uh, found the person formerly known as Jamal Eigel. And oh, talked incredible. to him for a while. I love so the good. sign. Oh, does he look though. amazing? Yeah, he does. He looks fantastic. Man. 130 pounds he's lost. He, it, I mean, what? that's, yeah. yeah, he's lost in it. He's the lost sign, a person. He, yeah. And the sign on his what? table says, uh, yes, I am Jamal Eigel. I've lost 130 pounds. No, I am not sick. Oh wow! Yes. You know no, Phil Hester too. Like, yeah, Phil Hester's super thin now too. Yeah, yeah. Is he really? Phil, yeah. yeah, but Phil looks. I mean, it, he looks good at the weight, but he looks older that thin. Like right. I didn't even know it was Phil. Uh, Will said to me, "That's uh, Phil Hester." I'm like, "What?" Jamal looks like a completely different, really? different human being. Yeah, I mean, he, sure, he looks like sure. a different person. Jamal. Well, Phil, Phil was always just kind of what, you know, a jolly, jolly chubby guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I didn't see Phil. I, I, that's terrible. I didn't, I didn't see either. him. You probably, maybe you did and you know. didn't realize it was him. Maybe, maybe. Cause he looks that, he looks um, that different. Yeah. I, well, we did our I thing on Friday. Phil was, we, um, we, uh, you know, we do the, my, uh, listeners of the show know my, my, my early first day of the con is generally spent trying to lock down all the art that I'm hoping to obtain. Oh, Jesus. You were on a fucking, you were on a fucking. See, it's funny mission. you say that because I feel like I was so chill this weekend. Oh my god! Oh, no, no, I think I, no. I, he's right. He wasn't as intense as he has been in past cons. Yeah, I, I was chill. Like I, I only got like six JMP squares. Like I got thirty-seven at the at Heroes last year. Yeah, so. I, I had to say, you know, you go do you for this for these couple hours. And that's I'm, I'm, that's how I like it. I don't. I mean, like I yeah. don't. I don't want everybody to follow me around if it's like it's going to be boring if you're not. You know, like not boring, just. Well, no, it's, it's, it's boring, I'm sure. To you. I mean, like. I just like being with you, that's all. Aww. You know how it is. But I have to say, I mean, I really, I mean, we really did. I mean, once Friday was over, Saturday and Sunday, I hardly did any art, art stuff. I just had to stop at tables every now and then to see if the stuff was done. But, but Friday was really the only day I really hammered, hammered on the art this time. Cause I wanted to just relax and meet, hang out with everybody. And that you did. You gotta admit, this time, was I more conversational? You were, you were a new oh, man. Yeah, I was, was, right? Yeah. And I think, we, yeah. we were rolling with, with, with a big crew. Normally, we don't cram that many people in a hotel room. But, and, and we did have a lot of people the last time we were in Chicago, we were in the loft, but everybody kinda split up and did their thing. And, and we all ended up meeting back at, 
at the loft. Whereas this year, I think, especially with Ray, because it was Ray's first comic convention. First ever con, yeah. And, uh, oh wow. And so we were, we were definitely breaking him in. And, uh, and, and, you know, I mean, one of my, one of my favorite moments was, was Friday morning. I does, uh, was Friday when we were at, um, and we'll get through the list of everybody we'd stop by and talk to it. But at Kelly Williams table, he had, um, a stack, a, a small crate of, of original art. And he, uh, Ray and I were kind of just taking turns going through everything that was there. And I, and, and I asked Kelly about any of the, uh, Adams family pieces that he did last year during the month of October. Every day he did a different Adams family, whether it was a character or whether it was a, a one panel gag. And it's just been fantastic. And he had some of the pieces here at the show and we were going through those, but I mean, just watching Ray kind of dive in and, and go through creators art and, and, uh, and even the back issue diving, we were, we, we were checking things out here and there on Sunday, but I mean that just watching Ray interact with everything and, and taking it all in and experiencing this weekend, that, that, that is definitely one of the things I'm going to take away from this weekend. Yeah. Ray's, Ray's awesome. And, 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 uh, who was to the left, to the right of, um, Mr. Williams, uh, Mr. Williams was Mr. the ubiquitous Jordan. Dave Jordan. Yes. Everywhere I yeah. went, Dave Jordan was there. Everywhere. <laughs> I, I went to the men's room. I'm peeing next to Dave Jordan. I shake I, I can, yeah. Down, going down the hall. There's that Dave Jordan. Area was definitely one of our main areas. Cause we had Dave Jordan yeah. set up there. We had Mr. Daniel White set up right there. Oh yeah! Finally, they, they we had Wachter. Mr. Wachter there with his lovely fiance, and Gene Ha at the end of that aisle, right across it. from Mike Mignola and uh, Jeff Dara. Chris, what did you just say? Oh, it was you great say to it's, see Dave. It, it, but you know, even more He's importantly, it's, it's great to see Dave happy. He's a different human. It, it, and and I, I was for real. I was, a different I was giving him shit all weekend. I just kept calling him Happy Dave. What's up, it's, Happy Dave? I I it can grow on me. I like seeing him like that. But you know what? It to to she is a phenomenal woman. She is. Oh yeah. How he see. got her, I have no idea, but I'm glad he did because they seem to be like copacetic. They seem yeah. to just fit. You know, it's great. It's right, really great. Right. But we got copies of Dave Jordan's uh Where Do We Go From Here number three. And some of us got all three, like uh Ray got them all. Uh, I think Daniel White snagged them all. Ray like Jordan was was he he was pretty much one of the high points. Oh, no doubt. Yeah, yeah. See, I'm not disagreeing with that statement, but I would just say that no bullshit. I mean, I have a blast at every con we go to, but this con, after being gone for a few years, felt special. It felt special because it was just, it was so nice to see so many people meet some new people, but just there was a lot of love and a lot of UNITY, everybody, because it wasn't like pockets of people where we saw a couple people we know from here, saw a couple we know from here. Like everybody that we saw were also friendly with each other and or wanted to hang out and get to know each other. So it's, it's, I don't think there's another con that I've consistently had that experience in. Heroes is very intimate and I'm sure if we continue to go to Heroes each year, every other year, it'll feel more and more like that as you know more people, but it's still not to that level that C2E2 is. Right. Now let's break it down. New York is awesome. If all you're going for is to get stuff mm-hmm. 
and see artists like Jason. Jason does his major art scores at New York, I've noticed. I haven't well, been heroes, to Heroes. I, mean, here, I yeah. can't speak to that. Yeah. But I'm just saying, from my perspective, you, you, you seem to corral the most art at New York. But it's New York is more of a, of a job for us where, you know, you get the art, we're getting intros and stuff. Chicago seems like the, the, the Chicago cons, both C2E2 and when we went to Wizard World, um, they seem like it's like a party con. We, we, we go to the con, we're chill, we're just hanging. And afterwards, like everything in Chicago is like right there. Whether it's the Hyatt or, you know, you hop in an Uber and you, everybody seems to just congregate in Chicago. That's what I like about it. And that was the first, well, the first year we went. That was definitely the the theme because it was just like the Hyatt was hopping and everybody was there. Bendis was holding court and, you know, everybody was just interacting. And then you go to New York and it's like we go to the con and then we split up at night and nobody interacts. Right. I mean, you're right. No, you are right. Um, Well, and Friday night. It's not a bad thing. You know, I hang with you guys. but Friday night we, what did we do? Um well, we did a bunch of us, me, Vince. <laughs> he doesn't even remember what he no, did. No, because, because Jason, <laughs> they, they, they stayed until, no, I, I pretty much until the con, until the con closed Friday. Right. Um, and they were kicking it and, and, and enjoying some beer. They, they, cause like Jason said, he had, he's checking on his art. So they, they followed us back. They were a couple hours behind us. We, we went back yeah. to the, to, to the crib about five o'clock or so. Um, and we were just straight up chilling. Everybody was, uh, at that, having a grand old time. And then, uh, once, once Jason and Ray came back, we, uh, just kind of got ready and grabbed our three Ubers and made our way to Lincoln Station. <laughs> Where we had our, our, Ed, while you guys doing that, together. uh, yeah, Sal and, uh, Sal and Mario and I were uh, we're eating tacos and drinking. Yes, mezcal. that's right, Mario. Yeah, Mario met us there. Mm-hmm. So we were we were pre gaming and then uh, and then made our way into the DePaul neighborhood where uh, Chris was kind enough to to get everything everything squared away for us and uh, set up an area which is is no small feat on a Friday night. St. Patrick's Day weekend with NCAA basketball going on so that he was able to, to get that place, um, reserved for us was pretty awesome. The place was hopping, right? And, oh, yeah. um, I mean, yeah. it, it was, it wasn't loud, but it, there was, there was a lot of hubbub, a lot of people, you know, just enjoying themselves. But there was one moment when I, not a sports fan, but I just happened to look at one of the monitors and this guy, Shot the ball from the half court and he made, it was like the last second of the game. He, and he shoots the ball and it goes in the bar and the, the, the part, the restaurant where they, it exploded. I thought maybe there was like a terrorist attack. What the hell's going on? Like people just no, losing it's just their shit. Yeah, it was crazy. And, uh, and then it died down and it just returned to normal. But for that, that one or two seconds, I thought we were in definite trouble. We, there was shit going down. <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, that's an 
okay, that's an okay place. That's, you know, for you guys, you, you don't know because you don't live there, but, um, it's, uh, it's in the DePaul neighborhood. So that's the, you're, you're right there on the, you know, in the DePaul campus. And so there's a lot of, it's a lot of college kids that are there. But the, uh, the landmark of note is across the street is the Biograph Theater. And that's, there's a little, you know, it's kind of like a little knot hole, uh, uh, next to the theater that's boarded up now, but that's the little alleyway where uh, John Dillinger died, and so it's oh. kind of some historical significance uh, in the place right across the street. Hmm. That's where the the homeless guy that Jason gave the twenty bucks lives. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> but, so we were we were drinking, and I have to say, I don't drink nearly as much as my co-hosts, but I was by far the most in control that night. Really. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, compared to Jason, oh, I was. Yeah, dude, but but was. you, you, you were very red. I always well, there oh, was, was hot in there. I, I it, it doesn't take much for me to get red. I, Jason, how are how are the tacos at the end of the night? Oh, I couldn't tell you. If he, yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't he remember tacos. Oh, I don't. I, <laughs> just, to be, just to be sure for everyone, I mean, it was an epic night. I, I it really was. I had an absolute blast talking to so many people at that freaking party. It was so much fun, dude. Like, and like to see like all the you know the the I mean to see the whole uh, anthology crew. I mean, just like it was so much fun to like to just and photo mm-hmm. photo document the entire evening. Um, yeah, yeah, and I was definitely a super yeah, happy, loving drunk, and got yeah. hammered. <laughs> the problem is, as Dap noted, I didn't feel like drinking beer, so I started drinking vodka and Red Bull. But then people started buying shots because they were like, "Oh, I'll buy your shot," and it just got it got it got crazy. And so they're, I woke up the next morning having no memory of of eating tacos, and apparently a lot of us went and ate a lot of tacos. But to your credit. You kept it all down. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how we do. I'm Irish. No, you do very well. Um, but and and yes, uh I apparently um <laughs> gave the benedictions and the blessings yeah, and some monetary recompense yeah. to a homeless gentleman in exchange no, this, for a photo with him. Yeah, this homeless man walks by Jason. Whatever the exchange was I didn't hear, but I see Jason oh, a lot of twenty. Imagine. And Jason drops the twenty. And steps on it. I, I step on it. <laughs> David steps on it so it wouldn't blow away. Meanwhile, the homeless guy's, you know, scrambling for the 20. He, he, he gets the 20 and, and raises himself up and Jason cups the guy's face yep. on both sides oh, in God. the hands and he goes, bless you, brother. <laughs> oh God. And kisses him on the forehead. Oh. The guy's just, the guy looks at him and he's like, what, like what? <laughs> What's this white boy doing? Oh. And it oh, was, man. it was one of the most, and, and the photo we took of it was pretty much the most <laughs> stoic Jason look the entire evening. It all straight faced and everything. It was absolutely fantastic. And it's, That's and it's amazing. not to, and, and I'm, we're not, we're not making fun of anyone or, or they, it's <laughs> just, but it, I mean, yes, absolutely. But it's, it's not, uh, it, it, it was, it was almost surreal, but I mean, as far as what Vince was saying, I had aside, I had the Jamesons when we got there. I had an old fashioned. I had the Malort shot, and then I had a gin and tonic. I drank very little Friday night. Wow, I had more than you. You did. I had five Malort shots, um, which I loved every one of them. Five Malorts. Wow, that's a lot of Malort. One, dude. one Jameson, and four beers. 
And I was, I was not, maybe no, it was no, you were of, fine. I was fine. For pretty much everybody, I mean, there were some people who were, who were happy. They were definitely feeling it and it was good to see. Um, but nobody was belligerent. Nobody was rude. Nobody was smacking anybody. It was, it was just a really, really good well, time. That, I that mean, phone right there, that no matter what level of drunk you won't ever be happy and everybody was happy. There was no dickhead. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah. I spent most of the time talking to Todd Strickland you and, uh, Rick Hansen. Rick and I got a little heated because he actually tried to defend Providence. Uh-huh. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> He's like, no, man, it's it's a flat. And he was pretty much three sheets to Yeah, he was, he it's, was good. It's a flat circle. And uh, Moore is not trying to reinvent Lovecraft. He's trying to make Cthulhu scary again. I said, dude, Cthulhu's not even in it yet. <laughs> What the hell are you talking about? Is he, you, you know, and we we kept going back Boogie, and forth, but Todd's yeah, Boogie, but uh, Todd Strickland and I, you know, we really hit it up because we're both monster kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, both born around the same time, raised on the same magazines, famous yeah. monsters, monster yeah, times. Well, both work, but huge props to Chris Revican uh, for putting oh, that all together. Time. <laughs> and his better half, and and who is a very lovely lady, and and uh, I'm happy for them both. I got to uh, got to talk to Brian Bowles for a little while, which was. Oh, absolutely amazing. I had a, um, a, uh, a hug was given to me by Lance, which was supposed to be given to me last year or two years ago at Heroes <laughs> on behalf of Stephen Wooder. So, uh, uh-huh. he, finally, he finally hooked me up with that. Uh, it was just the people who I, I God, we're gonna I hate that. Good, good what? Fifty, sixty people there hanging out with us. Oh, at least. Oh, that more than that. Yeah, it was, it was yeah. nuts. There, there was a moment. There was a moment uh, during the night. You know, I just kind of looked around. I, I may have been sitting with with Hanson. You know, may have been whacked. Right? I, no, I may have been Will. And we just kind of look around, and it was like, wow, look at this. And it. There were a few times with AC where we would have these get-togethers, and and it was it was really amazing to to look around and say, oh wow, you know these people are hanging out because of this little thing that we did, and you know it's been a long time since I've been a part of that, and you know with you know you guys you guys are are in it and 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 have stayed doing it and don't have that that benefit of of retrospect, but. You know, let me give you, you know, some respect because looking around that room and, and just listening to the stories that people have to say about how much the show means to them and, and it's crazy, isn't it? It's really amazing. The, the, the mark that you've made in a lot of people's lives and friendships that have been made because of the show. So it's be, proud of that and it was really really neat to see that see that unfold on Uh, on friday friday night was a magical night because again i mean in recognition of the fact that i ended up not remembering part of it um (laughs) no but but i mean but i remember many great many hours of it and it was all awesome like it was just it was awesome humbling flattering it it was there were it and again it was another moment where i just kind of sat back and and uh and and there are a couple photos of the entire evening and, and where I'm just kind of chilling in the back, taking it all in. And it was, I, I got to talk to, to folks like Dave Proust and, and, uh, Oh my God. Kurt, he's, he's such a he, he is, he is absolutely one, one of the coolest dudes. And, and 
we interact on, on Facebook, but to actually be able to shake hands with the guy, have a drink with him, just John talk Bishop. about, you know, shit. John Bishop is yeah, John Bishop super Bronze. cool. Um, <laughs> I love John. Uh, the, 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 the other dude who was a terrible at, uh, fucking dart player. Well, <laughs> is from the other side of the world. The, uh, but, but the other dude at, at Vince's table, Arnie. Uh, oh, you can take the story about Arnie. <laughs> He, he comes up to me and he's got his phone. He goes, look at this, look at this. And I see Amazing Spider-Man. And there's, there's about, um, 17 issues, which mm-hmm. reduced after that. Like the Friday night, he showed me 17 issues. I said, what's this? He goes, I need 17 issues for a complete run of Amazing Spider-Man. I oh. said, oh, that's, a, that's awesome. That's amazing. <laughs> uh, right. So I said, so, so who's your favorite Spider-Man artist? <laughs> and he goes, you know, it's always your first, right? He goes, my favorite Spider-Man artist is the guy who was on the book when I first started reading it. Mm. And I thought, okay, you look a little young. Maybe Bagley. Maybe Bagley, maybe Ramita Jr. He said Ron Garney. So Civil War. Like, you've been reading Spider-Man since Civil War, and you have amassed an almost complete run of amazing. That's incredible. You know that that Jackie Chan image when his head, you know, It did, it did not register with me. I'm like, that's an amazing accomplishment. I've been collecting for close to 45 years and I don't have a complete, not even anywhere near right. that kind of, of amazing Spider-Man. Yeah, so you right. Nuts. He's a good kid. But, so no, props to Arnie. He's amazing. And I think he reduced it by three or four by the time, yeah. uh, he left. That's, <laughs> He's a good props kid. to Arnie, man. But no, we ran, I mean, it was great to see Wendy that and, uh, um, Brian Bowles. Kelly, yeah. Mm-hmm. I can, I can wrap my arms around Bill Z. It's a good time. That's true. Um, of course, Mr. And, Water. And spe- Flip Water, no doubt. Flip uh, Water. got to hang with, um, with Chris Marshall briefly. I never spent uh, a lot of time with Chris and, mm-hmm. uh, and, and his, 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 uh, his drinking buddy, Andy Tom. Don't forget Andy, Andy Tom. Andy looks was, good, man. Andy looks it's fantastic. Let's not forget Bean. Oh, Bean. No, can't. Cam Smalley. Cam Smalley. Cam. Jesus, and we saw we saw him we saw him Friday at the con because he gave us our commissions. But to see Mr. Brian Vander hanging out with us Friday night, Vander hung out like a boss. He was that was fun. Is Vander married? Yes, yeah. he is married with kids. Married with uh, kids. Yeah, because he must get it offers all the time. <laughs> Looking dude, it's like a male uh, I'm just Vander, just saying. I think with Brian, it's there's there are certain things that there are always those things that you know you get to have that connection you have, that, that, that moment. And I think with, with Brian, cause Brian did it Saturday when we showed back up at his table and he reaches to feel my shirt because there were a bunch of people who were leaving, uh, where we were, um, over by the pool area and, um, and fabric material was, was being, uh, fondled on, on the wow. way out. So, uh, I got to props to Brian, uh, because both of you bought commissions. Yes. Jason from, bought. I bought I one, um, and David. It was a gift to David. Okay, but Andy um, Tom bought one, and I will tell you that story after yours. Yeah, no, he just took it upon himself to include me. He did. And, he did, and gave me a phenomenal sketch cover, yep. a wraparound sketch cover uh, for one of the issues of Superior Spider-Man. I'm going to scan this thing it's gorgeous. in the wake in the wake of this episode and put it up. It is unbelievable. That's the truth. And he's just like, man, I can't have you going home with nothing. That's how I roll. Um, I, I got this for you. I did this for you. And I'm just like, dude, seriously? You could like, this, you make some bank on this. This is legit. Nope. He just gave it to me. Hmm. 
And, and his sister monster that he did for David, uh, incredible. And I, I saw who did, uh, who bought the hawk? hawk That's wall? the thing. So That's see, Andy. when, uh, when Brian posted the Mr. Monster on, on Instagram and, and Twitter, uh, Andy saw it and Andy was not going to get any commissions last weekend, but he saw the Mr. Monster and he said, I have to get it. And, and, uh, so Andy texted me the weekend before last and, and, uh, giving me a rundown of, of some of the choices he has. He says, you know, who, who should I, who should I have Brian? Who should I get a commission by? And who should I get a commission of? So he gives me this list and I'm like, you know what? I said, Brian would go to town on those wings. I says, and to be able to, you know, like, like draw the mace and, and the mask. I'm like, no, no, that, yeah. that you gotta, you gotta go with Hawkgirl. You have to go. And, and that's, that's how he ended up ordering the commission, picking it up. But yeah, the reason I have the Mr. Monster is because Brian and I had a little wager last fall, uh, on whether or not the Cubs or the Mets were going to make it to the World Series. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. nice. That's so, awesome. Always, always better. I am, yeah, I am, I'm glad I, cause I have no idea what the hell I would have Don't had get me done fucking started for, uh, if, if, <laughs> if the Mets lost. But yeah, that, so that's, that was, okay, that was one Let's, let's be very real here. Let's be very honest. Vander has leveled up. Oh, we've been saying no, that. Oh, that's considerably. It's, when we met him, you know, he was doing his thing and it's all good, but yeah. like now. No, it, and it wasn't bad. Now my man is a, like real talk for people to listen to our show. Like Brian will be at New York Comic Con and you got to get him now before yeah. his rates start going up because the dude is like crazy good now. He, he, He's gonna he, be in the he shares a table with Mark Laming and, and that first year, you know, we, we met him. That Saturday night, we went out to dinner. It was him and his boy, and and Tony Fleece, and Mark, and 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 Anthony, and and we had a great old time. And then last year, we uh, we saw the work he's been doing, and and I mean, huge improvements. And as we were leaving the con, I'm telling Jason, I'm suggesting Jason, you know, I, I really think he would he'd, he'd be pretty damn good on one of your jam pieces. I but when, once we figure out. What's left? I can see him doing a jam piece next next New York, mm-hmm. and then when we decided to go to Chicago this year, and Ryan was going to be there. I, I don't know when you reached out to him, Jason, to 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 set up the commission, but I you told me that you were picking yeah, him up. Yeah, I was giddy. That's that's awesome. Yeah, that's, no, um, he's 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 for reals now. Um, just, just an observation, uh, cause I didn't go to C2E2 last year and I knew that, uh, you know, uh, uh kind of on my way out from rabid fandom, I noticed that, uh, art prices were going up both in, in original art and, and in sketches. It was, it was going up in, um, um, uh, in, in, in sketch prices. And I remember talking to Chris Campbell about this, that it, it was getting to the Point where you could you could get original pages of art, like finished original pages, for not that much more than uh, it's absolutely than, still than, like that, yeah. Well, but then again, I also saw that that original art pages by you know good but not like household comic you know comic book household name artists are really going. I mean, is the average. Price for a, a page of art, well over two hundred dollars now. Oh I, yeah, oh for sure. 
That's yeah, on average, crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. I'm so numb yeah. to that. <laughs> but there, there are buys out there if you're, if you're, you got a good eye. eye and you're uh, smart. There were, there were Luis Garcia Lopez pages that were going for 150. Yes, yes. And, um, Will bought a Frank Robbins, um, strip. Yeah. Yeah. For, for like a hundred bucks. You leave with a Frank Robbins for a hundred bucks, yeah. you're in, the, yeah. yeah, you've done well. But, but I did notice that, uh, that, that sketch prices have continued to go up. And, you know, and good for the creators, you know, you, you're, you, the, the market will dictate, you know, what you, what you pay for that stuff. So, you know, I'm glad that, I'm glad that they're able to charge what they are charging for stuff. But what are you guys seeing for, you know, Jason, even for like um, a, a jam piece where you're looking at like a two by three square onto like uh, like an 11 by 17, you know, right. con commission, what are the prices like now? Well, so on a jam piece, it's still, it is very variable. Um, but certainly any name artist, meaning an artist that's doing a regular either mm-hmm. big two book or their own image book. Uh, you know, I would say if you don't know them, if you don't have a hookup, it's fifty bucks. Is this wow for for like a two by three for a gym? Yeah, for a head sketch. Wow. Um, and for a, for a commission, eleven by seventeen full figure. I mean, one fifty at the low end, up to eight hundred bucks at the high end. Okay, depending yeah. on the artist. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Yeah, it's it's nuts. So. I remember, you know, it's and it hasn't been that long ago. Probably what like five, four or five years ago that we started doing the jam pieces. And and I'm 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 glad I got my my two, I did a JLA and, uh, and an Avengers one. And it started out that they were either free $10 or $20. $20 was, was kind of the, the, the high end because nobody was doing them at that point. So a lot of the artists were like, Oh, it's, yeah, it's just, a, you know, do a head sketch. And, you know, if it was $20, that was expensive. By the time I was wrapping them up, you know, I was dropping 40 bucks for one. And it was, you know, it was guys like, you know, Ben Templesmith, who's gonna, you know, who's gonna charge more and, and Sinkevich, who is gonna charge, you know, heavy for his stuff. I think the most I ever spent was a hundred bucks for, for Neil Adams, but. Uh, <laughs> I mean, there's definitely still disconnects. I mean, for yeah. example, uh, shout out to Tiki because, um, I never had a Jay Lee jam piece and it's mainly because his commissions are so expensive that I just presumed that his jam pieces were going to be ridiculous as well. I mean, his commissions, you know, kind of start in that six to eight hundred dollar range and go up from there. Um, mm. And again, more power to him. He, he charges that because that's what he can get. Um, so I don't begrudge him that at all. But I just assumed that a jam would be a hundred bucks, and that's if he had the time. Uh, but Tiki told me uh, that he was over getting something at his table. And long story short, I mean, he he did one for me for forty bucks, and it's great. His Spider Man, awesome. gorgeous. Cool. Yeah, gorgeous. I mean, gorgeous. so like, so you just never know. I mean, it depends on the guy. Some people yeah. just hate doing jams, so they just, they don't, you know, it's, they don't want to charge. I mean, some per- people who we shall remain nameless, but, but friends of ours charge very exorbitant prices for commissions because A, they can get it and B, they just figure out the number that they want to draw and they test out sure. the price and they figure out this is the price. If I charge this price, I'll get X number of people that want me to do one and that, you know, so it just varies. But I will tell you, Chris, I mean, on that front, because it's the market. I mean, I have bought an inordinate amount of art in the last three years. Um, you know, upwards of 300 pieces of art. So I will say that, um, this con in particular has kind of got me off the commission tip 
for the most part. <laughs> and there are exceptions. Yeah. I mean, there are exceptions. Like, like, like the piece that, like, there's still artists that, and probably guys that have already gotten stuff from that I would still go back to. Um, but I am finding that I, I don't mind the increase in price. Cause again, that's to me like simple supply. It's a, it's a, is it a quality issue for that's you? That's the thing. If, if whatever you want to charge me, if you want to charge me a hundred bucks or 200 bucks or 300 bucks, and I'm willing to pay for it. I'm cool with that. But I do think it's not unreasonable, given the price we're paying now, to expect a fully finished rendered piece of art. And I, over the last year, year and a half, it's been a situation where one out of three pieces feel more like I took a half hour to an hour to draw this than, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Where, and then the other, I mean, so you're still getting a lot that you're, that are breathtaking and you're like, holy shit. But you start getting a situation where one out of three of the things you're getting back aren't floating your boat and it starts feeling a little bit less of a ideal right. economic outcome. So, um, sure. you know, and again, there, you're right very, I mean, I've had, well, Heroes is a great place. I, I, David and I have gone to Heroes the last two years. It, it's, it was, I, I, I just thought that, it's a, such an artist show and, and I had two of the best art experiences of my life there. So, you know, going into this con, I didn't think artist alley had a lot of new people for me to go after. I mean, I, mm-hmm. you know, it's harder to find new people. So, you know, maybe that was a part of it, but, um, but you know, look, it, I will say this. It, it's, 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 uh, it's hard for the, Average fan, meaning someone that's on a relatively tight budget and or doesn't collect a lot of art to come away from a show with an original piece of art at this point. I think yeah. it's, I, I, I think, I think that's yeah. the, the rise, the rise yeah. in prints was, was a, a big part of that. You know, mm-hmm. you can go and, and get your, get your $10 print or your $15 print and, you know, feel like you're walking away with something. You know, yeah. it's, you know, talking, you know, like commissions and stuff. I was, I was lucky enough and I won't even say smart enough. I was lucky enough to, um, to start asking for commissions by not super established artists, but just artists that I liked. And I didn't care if they were going to hit, hit it big or whatever. But I mean, you guys have seen the, uh, the Captain America Bucky commission I, I, I got from Chris Somney oh, years sure. ago. And, you know, I, I remember talking to Chris, I got it in the mail and, and I, I dropped him on. I was just absolutely blown away by it and, you know, couldn't thank him enough. And, and he said, you know, if someone's going to pay me for, for a commission, I feel like it's my job to give them a, a cover worthy piece of art. And, and I think that, that kind of speaks to the, to the quality that you're expecting whenever you're doing, you know, full on, full on commission. It's like, yeah, I want something that is, is frameable and, and cover worthy. And I can see how, how that isn't always the case. I mean, that's, that's a high bar to set, but I mean, it's, you know, you're, you're spending, you're spending hard earned money on it. So, and I, and I think, you know, most artists are going to give you their best most of the time, I, I would imagine. Sure. Sure. And there's a couple of sure things too. Like if you commission Daniel Govar to do you something, oh, you know, absolutely. you know, you're going to get, you know, the red carpet. Well, and He's it's still go, a go tremendous amount of fun to find the young up and coming right. guys, you know, and girls yep. like women. I, you sniffed Cooter out long before. Oh, back, yeah. Back in the day. Yeah. But, and that's the fun yeah. thing. Like, like this, con- I mean, like I met Kelly Williams at two, uh, like what, three New York Comic Cons ago? 
Yeah. And no, heroes, heroes. Heroes, right. That's it. And then, you know, and, and now I get something from him pretty much every con and, um, uh, I got a rom. Japanese artist, this con, Sho Murase, who I had never <laughs> seen before. Um, and I just, I caught her, I saw her name in Artist Alley and I looked her up and it was just, found, I found her stuff breathtaking and yeah. she did an amazing domino for me. I mean, and, uh, I just, stuff like that is just a lot of fun to, to discover new people. Um, and you know, there's still the white whales. Like I, I was hoping to get Art Adams this time and it didn't happen, you know? Yeah. It's, well, yeah. Th- who is the guy that you were after forever? Um, oh, Jimmy Chung. Yeah. Do you ever get that? That scratch. Well, so that's, that, that kind of gets yeah. back to how you started this conversation. Uh, for years I tried to get a Jimmy Chung head sketch and, yeah. and then I ended up thinking it was too expensive when I finally had a chance to go on the list. But I've since bought six or seven pages of Jimmy Chung art. Yeah. Because his yeah. art is not much different. His fully finished killer interior pages are not much different in price from his commissions. Sure. Yeah. So. It was one one of the things I noticed, and it was the it, it was fun for me to walk around the show floor with the I've been away for a while, and now I'm you know now I'm kind of seeing how things have changed, and there were there were a lot of uh, a lot of artists that I was not super familiar with that I noticed had some you know uh, healthy traffic if if not you know out and out mm-hmm. lines. Oh fuck, Capullo, his line was 150 oh, people deep. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, it was, it was insane. And, and it's like Kevin McGuire, no one at his table. No, it's true. Whenever I walked, um, Jay Lee, there was, I walked by, there was no one there. I know. I, he was literally just sitting there twiddling his thumbs. Yeah. Um, there were, you know, I could go on and I, and I did, you know, it's not, it, 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 it maybe sounds mean, but it's not meant to be mean at, at all. I just, it's, it, it seems like there's been a shift in 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 where fandom is kind of going for you know, who's the uh, power man in our uh, Sanford Green? Yeah, David yeah. Walker and Sanford Green had a long line all weekend. Yeah, yeah, it's like yeah, those guys. I, apparently, he is he's you know quite the you know quite the hot sauce right now because um, you know had had quite a line there. So it was just interesting to see you know some of the guys that maybe five six years ago would have been. Uh, big name draws or, you know, it's like Kevin McGuire. You, we're going to, you know, be like, Oh my God, there's Kevin McGuire. Um, where I, I think, you know, he hasn't done a lot of, he hasn't done a lot of mainstream work recently. Yeah. No, you're That's right. No? And so, you know, maybe, you know, isn't that, isn't on the hit list of a lot of the, you know, the, the younger comic book fans. And I love saying that there are younger comic book fans that are, you know, looking for hot artists. But yeah, that was an interesting. I just think it's funny, Chris, when you go back to Windy City and all the guys that were there and not so many of them are freaking like, you know, Scotty's line was, was almost as big as Capullo and Snyder's on Saturday. I mean, it was oh, insane. Yeah. And, oh, you know, Stegman gets a huge line now and Chris Burnham's, you know, got a big line. It's like all these guys, it's just funny to me. I just, Tony, uh, Tony Moore. Yeah. Oh, Tony uh, Moore. I forget. Yeah. You know, it's, uh, um, oh, uh, uh, why am I Lemire? Um, Jeffrey Brown. <laughs> Jeffrey Brown wasn't even an artist alley. They had him in like the, uh, celebrity area. Oh, I didn't even know it was there. Yeah, yeah, for all yeah. for the uh Star Wars. For the yeah, Darth Knight and and son and Darth Knight and daughter. Oh, oh, I see. I see. Or Darth Knight, uh, Darth Vader. Um yeah. sorry. Uh yeah, it's it, it's it's really kind of funny to see, you know, Art and Franco continue to have, you know, big yeah. ones. They're always a big draw, which is which is great. But uh yeah, it, it's neat to see 
um, you know, he wasn't at Windy City, but, uh, but Robbie Rodriguez, you know, oh, has, sure. has, has big draws and, you know, Chris Mitten and yeah, it's, it's, it's really exciting to see a lot of the folks that, you know, we were meeting, you know, five, six, seven years ago and they've really, you know, put in a ton of hard work, but to see that. Norton payoff, and Tim. I mean, Norton and Tim as well. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, uh, we, we forgot guys the most, one of the most important moments of the con on Friday. What's that? Fucking hanging out with Phil Brooks. Oh yeah, and that's true. <laughs> AKA Chicago made AKA CM Punk. Oh yeah, I saw it's a uh, he is uh, now a UFC fighter and sometime comic book creator. I think that was yes, the right the Drax series at present uh, <laughs> along with Colin Bunn. Uh, yeah, we Dap and uh, Vince and I uh, went and did the whole fan. Fan service thing for the first time, and we got a picture with uh, with uh, CM Punk. It was dope. Nice. It was the best eight seconds I've, I've ever. <laughs> had. Wait, now to be fair, it was more like fifteen seconds. It was like okay. eight seconds the next day when we did the other picture. Right. Well, we we looking twice though. See, I tried to look tough for the CM Punk one for, for the second photo. I was just like gobsmacked. I couldn't even. Blah, 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 blah. She, yeah. Right, so after after the successful punk experience on Friday, and uh, uh, DAP surprised us and hooked us up with a chance to have a photo taken with Miss Melissa Benoist, aka Supergirl. Mm. And uh, listen, let's be real; she is quite fetching. Oh, she's she's, she's beautiful, she's flat out beautiful, breathtaking yeah. in person. Oh, oh ridiculous! Yeah. And she's five eight too, which is pretty dope. Oh, wow. oh. Yeah, yeah. So the way this works for people that don't know is you, you, you pay for a time, like, you know, they say show up at two o'clock, let's say. You get there, but there's a huge line of people. I mean, it's hundreds of people in line at the same, for the same window of time. And you're thinking, how's this ever going to work? But I got to give credit to this epic photo company that does this. It's a well-oiled machine. At two o'clock, they start walking you in, single file, scan your, your ticket, you're in line. Drop off your bags in a little kiosk. It's like a amusement park ride. You're, wow. you're in line. You get into the room. There's a photographer. He's saying, you you walk up, you stand up. They very quickly says, ready, take the picture, and you're out. And it's it's we we timed it. It's like ten to fifteen seconds per picture. Yeah, it is wow. hella efficient. You get out of the room. By the time you get through the line to where they're printing the pictures, likely your picture is already printed and waiting for you to see. If it's came, if it came out okay. You hand it to someone else who scans it in case you had any other, like in our case, we got three copies for, you know, digital copy. Within the seconds that they're scanning it, they're high speed printing the other copies for you on your way out the, out of the booth. The other copies are waiting for you to walk out. It's, it's an incredibly efficient thing. So So, what, what, what does it cost for one to have their picture taken with Supergirl? Well, it was, well, I I, I don't know if Supergirl is the same price, but Punk was 45 for the photo and Mm -hmm. then, I paid an extra ten per copy, so so like an extra. You get copy. you get one copy for the you, yeah, right, you, right, you, right. You get one. So for the so experience, the, the, the pick, so all three of you with CM Punk was forty five bucks, and then an extra ten bucks for for two. No, it was friends. it was it ended up being like seventy five bucks. It was forty five bucks, then another twenty. So so we have three copies because that's three, and then another ten on top of that for it for a, a for a digital file that we could use. Okay. So, like seventy-five bucks, basically. Okay. 
Wow. It's, it's and they're making, so it's, it's 75 bucks every 15 seconds. Yes. yes. For, it's yeah. nuts, isn't it? For, for how, for how long, I wonder that, well, how I long they're there. Well, I think Punk made between 15 and 20 grand and Benoist probably pulled in 40, 50 grand. Wow. Yeah. Now she was only there wow. Saturday and Sunday. Punk was there for the but whole. But her line thing. was crazy long. Her line was stupid yeah. long, and the uh, and I mean it's not. And so they they obviously they they fly the celebrities out. I don't know how it works out with Reed, but you know you because you're not doing this through Reed. If you want to pre-order, if you want to make your appointment or, or buy your ticket, you're going through like EpicPhotoOps.com. So it's it's a completely mm-hmm. separate third-party thing. Um, once that's done, you print up your ticket and, and that's what you bring. They'll scan that before you get your photo. That's a freaking machine, man. But they had, they must have had at least a half a dozen printers ready to go. Um, and and you know, they have more in case one breaks down. They, they're flying people out. They have their own staff there. There were a bunch of dudes in the pink shirts who were making sure all the lines were moving along and getting everybody where they needed to go. Um, so it's, 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 it's no deal. It, it, it's a big deal. It's wow. They know exactly and, what they're doing. And with Benoist, uh, we get the picture, and Dap's eyes are closed. <laughs> oh no! Then, as soon that, as he saw it, is at first though, because we're all looking at her. I naturally, yeah, not. yeah, yeah, and, uh, and completely closed. And Vince is like, "No, it's okay." No, no, <laughs> dude, you did say that. And then you're like, I, no, yeah, it's not. no, it's, it's not, not because not. I saw Dave, I, Dave, David's. Not. David's eyes just they droop. He was like, he was oh, I was. Of, cor- of course, they were closed. But it was a good thing because they immediately ushered us back. Yeah. To do a retake. Because if they don't take care of it right then and there, it creates a logjam, and they oh, can't so have it. Oh, you guys got to go through twice. Yep. Yeah, twice. Is that they, amazing? They, they I, bring you around through the through the back instead of having to go back out front and get in that line. So you kind of just so whoever the next two people who are prepped to get their photo taken after they go. You slide in and get it taken again, yep. and then you just yeah. go through the end again. And she said, "Oh, creepy Sicilian guy's back." Yeah. <laughs> Did she really say that? No, no. She is thinking. They do tell Stop you. Stop closing your line, eyes on purpose. As they, as you're going through the line, they do tell you, no, no hugging, no kissing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't. Yeah, because the, the flu is not a good thing. It's just yeah. Okay. Yeah. Meanwhile, like you know, with punk and everything, you shake his hand and whatnot. But yeah, no, there were um. We I told Howard Punk. I mean, he didn't care. It was that's true. The I think I think next if we do it next time for whoever uh we, we, we decide to take her photo with, we're probably gonna quirk it up a bit. I mean we were very respectful. Yes. Yeah. And and pretty much be- bewildered the second time because we were just mesmerized. Yeah, she's a vision. Woo Lord. <laughs> but uh Chris, you mentioned Neil Adams. I gotta give a shout out to Flippa Dippa, who who gave me a power records. Um Batman. 33 and a third and it's it the cover of it's drawn by neil adams nice. and i said i said to david hey i should go get this signed and you go over to neil adams table it, what was it, for a signature if, no it was more it was more than that if if you wanted to get a picture taken with neil adams with your camera your camera it was 30 dollars. wow i think his signature started at 50 bucks wow. you know I, yeah. I and and i love you know i think we are fans of Chris Claremont's X-Men work. Sure. And, you know, 
like Jason says, listen, if, if an artist can charge that and get it, then more power to you. I respect that. I may not want to spend the money on it, but if that's what you're commanding, then go for it. I, I am a, I, I, I appreciate Chris Claremont, but $5 a signature to sign a comic I'm bringing you that I already paid for, obviously. And I know you got paid for for doing the work, but, and it's not like it's going to heroes or, 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 or any or CBLDF. It's, it's, if you want Chris Claremont to sign your whatever, it's five bucks an autograph. Is he still, is he still writing X-Men? No, they're just no. paying him not to. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're, they're paying him not to. Nice. Yeah, many yeah. people appreciate that fact. But the, the, uh, it, since yeah. you mentioned Flippa, I, I, uh, and we didn't do the thank yous, I yeah, have to thank him for, and this is what I was going to tell Vince, The Drops of God by Tadashi Agi and Shu Akimoto. It is a, uh, what? gave you this that? is finally available in English. The award-winning comic about wine that has been a hit not just all over Asia, but also in France. And it, I, I started reading it, um, Sunday night when I finally got home before I crashed in bed. It's, uh, I'm, I'm going to enjoy this. This, this looks quite entertaining and it, it, the art is absolutely amazing. So, uh, thank you very much for it. No, everybody was incredibly generous, yeah. uh, as usual. I mean, as soon as I run into Rick Hansen, he's like, here, major CD. Take this. And he's like, what? And he's, it's not just like, yeah, I'll make you a CD. He, he, he wrote the, you know, the track listing on the back and <laughs> it, it, it's a, it's amazing. I wasn't going to use like it for this. Tape. He loves, it. right. Like he does. Uh, and he also loves Providence, which, yeah. No. <laughs> um, no, he, um, I was going to use it for the intro, but I, I found a more appropriate song for this week. Nice. So yeah, where we, that leaves us, uh, I guess Saturday we did more of the con. Uh, we did, yeah. Yeah, we did, yeah. We, we, well, uh, we, we took it easy. We did a lot of relaxing on Saturday inside the con. Oh, sure. You know? Yeah. We split up a lot this, this we did. trip too. We did. Cause it was, it was you and, and your boo, uh-huh. you know, doing, doing the art thing and, and you it and was, boo. it was Zach. No, just Zach not, and his boo, you and your boo, don't even. And Tim. Some of the guys took a trip to Quimby's on Saturday, but. Yeah. I and yeah, Zach, Saturday, Zach, Zach was leading that. Sadly, this year Vince did not go with them. Well, I did not want to even risk the the chance that I would not make it back in time for Melissa. No, not for Melissa, for Dap. Now, both yes, but more Dap than Melissa because I don't I don't ever want to disappoint Dap. That's not my that's not how I roll. Sure. Go to Quinty's. I, I, no, I'm not gonna lie, I wanted to go to Quimby's, but I wanted to be with you more. Oh, so there you go. You've been to Quimby's before though, yeah? Oh, hell yeah, yeah. Oh. And Will told me, you know, we can go some other time. So it's all good, right? It's all good. It's all good in the hood. Yeah. No, we, we just had a great time. There, there, there's not a, a, a bunch of guys I would rather be with. And, and it's, it, everyone is so different. Like, there's not too many people in the universe like Ben. That's or Zach. Mm-hmm. Or Will. I love or ben. Tim. Ben is just, and oh, and that was one thing we talked about on, on Friday night was, uh, he and Samantha have a dog, have a puppy, and the, we were, which allowed me to talk about the nook, but he was also, he's been concerned about Sasha because Sasha's got her own goddamn drama going on and, and we're dealing with that. So he, he was appreciating, he appreciates my 
updates and 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 letting them know how she's doing. We were talking about that and and about you know how how great it is to have a pet and bring it into your house and 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 take care of it, even though even though you know it's going to rip your heart out because it's going to leave you before you leave it. And and dealing with all this and and how he's kind of trying, even though it's a puppy and it's not happening right away. Um, He's trying to to mentally prepare himself for all this. So we had a we had a great talk about that. But he he sent me a photo, uh, or he put it on the Facebook messenger group when when he got home because because you guys all left early. And I say you guys, it was it was you and Will and Tim Vince. You first. You didn't even make it to the con Sunday. No, um, I didn't. Ben and Zach left a little after that. They didn't walk around the con a bit, um, and then. Uh, and then Mario and, and and Jason, we we left towards the end, but uh, yeah, not before Mario got me drunk. Yes, he did. He did. And then, <laughs> yeah, he forced so, it. Yeah, so he like, did. So I know everybody was like, you know, leaving around <laughs> one, one, two o'clock or so, and and I guess however quickly it was for for the train ride for uh, for Zach and Ben, he um, he was home, dog on his lap, sitting in his, uh, lazy boy recliner and, and, and life is good. I mean, that was for him that, that for me, that would have been the perfect end to a weekend. But, um, yeah. So yeah. So Saturday we, we, uh, once we leave the con, did we all leave the con together that, that night or? No, we didn't. We all congregated back at the room cause, uh, Will and I were looking around at stuff and Zach. Uh, yeah. You we, guys, we, we, we all left separately. Yeah. Okay. You guys left with Ray and. Dap and I left, yeah. And we, um, oh, that's right, that is right. And we decide to go get some food. Yes. Oh, Chris, I gotta say one thing. I, I don't want to interrupt no, that. But we actually had pizza on. Yeah, from was, was it, it Rico uh, Plus or something Thursday like that? Night. 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 Thursday night. Thursday night we had pizza. Uh-huh. It wasn't horrible. Was, first of all, it wasn't, it wasn't tavern style. Okay. But it's not, it, it wasn't. Jason ordered a thin crust. It wasn't. It was more like hand tossed. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. But it, it, it wasn't. Yeah. It that was, was like Chris and uh, that was when Chris and Mario and uh, Tim were at a. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah and, uh, dinner Friday. Nice. And it lasted. It lasted into into Saturday. No, into part of Sunday. Sunday didn't morning. It? Yeah, we had to actually throw some out. We got so much, so much of it. We, we were just eat, eating it all weekend. Um, yeah, it was good. It was. Right. So it, 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 it served a purpose for the weekend. Uh, so, right. Purpose. But you we can't. You cannot fucking no. bring yourself no. to say not, that. Not that. Not that. that. You ate pizza not. in Chicago that you liked. Well, well it was cool stuff. Right. <laughs> we, we ate pizza in Chicago. Yes. So Saturday <laughs> night we um we Uber our way out to uh to <laughs> I, I, that was wait what is it? it's Chris, who's who's the most who's the likeliest person to have their meal fucked up? Oh David. Yes, it just it just works Why, that likely. way. Likely. It's predictable. <laughs> it's, it's like so, it's gonna happen. Where 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 did we finally end we finally up? Finally ended up at uh Bar Louie. Alright, and we all order and David is very specific. I said you know, I said your eyes, your burger. Louie, right? Say what? Mm-hmm. Oh, no, nothing. <laughs> uh, we uh, I, I, medium burger, well mm-hmm. done bacon, okay. well done tater tot. <laughs> and so we're all waiting. Comes back. <laughs> Don't spill it. Don't spill it. So we're all waiting. We got appetizers. Got the calamari. Jason got wings. We're all like drinking and having a good time. Dave is living it up. 
and they bring the burgers out. Uh-huh. And, and David's face goes from like, yee, to hockey puck with lint bacon on it. Oh shit. Frozen fucking patty. Frozen patty, uh, yeah. It, See, that uh, don't matter to me, it, but the uh, bacon was... It was gray inside. It was no fucking pink at all. It was the reverse of what I ordered. It was, it was a, it was a well burger with some with fluffy bacon. bacon. Maybe Bizarro's the chef. <laughs> I was not. Chris, you know what it tastes like? It tasted like minute steaks. That wasn't that bad. Yeah, that's exactly what it tasted like. My, my burger was pretty damn good. You had fucking well, dude, your, your, your taste buds have been destroyed by the thing you do with your mouth every day that we right. don't like. I had jalapenos. I had I had ghost ghost uh, ghost chilies on it. Ghost peppers mm-hmm. and guacamole. Well, burger was good, man. Okay, but uh, but before I mean before we get there, the whole point is we we got a butt hurt though. City. Oh, well, oh <laughs> really? fuck yeah! <laughs> I felt bad for him. Why? You got to talk about it. So oh, it sucks when your food is like bad. It, you know, it just puts a puts a wet blanket over the whole night. When you're, but there was a redeem something redeemed. Oof, we redeemed. Nights redeemed. Big time. Where was it? It was, it was fire cakes, bitches. Oh. Fire cakes. Man. All because all because Tim finally got to go to his goddamn tiki bar, which we couldn't even get into. What tiki bar did he go to? Uh, he just dots or some shit. I don't know what the hell it's called. Three dots and a dash. Something like that. Dash. Yeah, yeah. Down yeah. an alleyway, and it's a, and it, that's all they wanted all weekend. And because we were in the vicinity, because we 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 go into the city to go to what is it, Tavern Madison or Madison Tavern? Madison Tavern. And and we're like, okay, we're gonna get some American fare. It's gonna be great. We'll have a gay old time. And she brings out this skinny little eight item menu. And Jason's like, okay, so where's the menu? And she goes, well, that's it. And he's like, no, no, where's where's the menu that's online? She's like, that's oh, no, funny. It's Monday through Friday. This is Saturday. We don't have a kitchen open. B- b- baffling. Like, why? We're like, what? Yeah, that's so. Funny. No, but you know, set the set the scene. We she all she she sat us down. We're all sitting there, all comfortable and shit. And they pour the water. So we all got our waters, all our silverware and stuff. And Jason's like, when he hears like they don't have the menu, he's like, yeah, we can't eat it. <laughs> And then we all get up and leave. Oh my gosh, hilarious. Your guys' culinary adventures when you come to Chicago always cracked me up. I mean, oh, it's fun. We, and we, we were, we, we lived it up on Thursday. It was, um, it was good. Well, we, we ate a pair. No, I heard it was really good. Yeah, it was. But it, they said the portions were, were very small, but that's. No, but they were filling. Know. There were so many of them. Yeah, it's uh, one of those small plate places. So. Love it. But it was good. And, and then we walked yeah. like, we walk into Indiana. We walked for like eight miles. It was it was like a mile and a half. But we we walked through. You had, night, you had night. You had nice weather while you were here, though, so it was okay. We, to it, do it, was, it was nice. Oh, it was good. Night, it was great. It was absolutely fine. And uh, so yeah, so we end up over um, at Blackfin, and uh, okay, well, it's going to be a forty-five minute wait. So while we're waiting, Mario and and Tim run down the street. They um, they're over by Harry Carey's, and that's where they find Bar Louie and. Mario calls me says they can see us now, so that's that's where we, that's where the guys had dinner and I had mine. Very, David looked at his bun. <laughs> what 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 bar what it's bar Louie was this? The one next to oh um Harry Carey's place. North 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 Dearborn or it was it was right next to Harry okay. Carey's place. Yeah. Oh okay. All right. So it was yeah it was downtown one. Okay. All right. Cal- Calamari was great. That's yeah, kind of hard the to wings. Fuck up Calamari. No, you can make it. You can make it too rubbery. The wings were good, though. Yeah, yeah. but the as as David said, 
after the debacle of uh, the hamburgers, we're, we're just tooling around waiting for the to see if we can get into Tiki's um, Tiki bar. The Tiki bar. And we passed this place called Fire Cakes. Oh, and the smell oh. coming from this place was like, it was like the old car, the old, um, you know, Tom and Jerry cartoons with the fingers on the end of the smoke tweaking your so nose. You're going up in the air, you're and we look in and there's these donuts oh. that, that are about the size of a frisbee. We rolled right in. <laughs> little, little bit, little bit smaller than a frisbee. And they're puffy yeah. and glazed and, oh, it's, so you know, two net, two ninety nine for a donut, but it's well worth it. Oh I, my God. I got a glazed donut with chocolate on the top. Every bite was heavy. Yeah, I got it was a like, Tahitian vanilla donut. It was so oh, you got that one with the blue pearls on top of it. Oh, I got the pearl necklace. Oh my god! I was gonna get that too, but I didn't want to look like a pig eating two. Donuts. I didn't either, Vince. We I really should have gotten a second one though. We right? should have seriously. <laughs> Uh, I, I don't know what this place is. I'm gonna check it out though. Oh, it's no, nice. very, very uh, good. Our I'll host, our, our favorite now. host of uh, of uh, Family Feuds, uh, favorite donut place, Steve Harvey. Oh, Steve Harvey. Yeah. Yes. Put a trophy in there. Yeah, it's a little Jesus. Because uh, <laughs> every day actually, you actually, actually, under under further review, it's not his favorite donut place. Oh, it's not. No, I'm. Jo- it's the Miss Universe joke. Oh, oh, uh, oh, oh. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, I made a mistake. <laughs> There's one down the street. But <laughs> so you think about it. If you were going to get a dozen donuts there, it would cost you thirty six dollars for a dozen. No, a do- yeah, yeah, seriously. You well, know what? I would pay it because, and I'm a cheap bastard. These donuts are phenomenal. We should, do they do mail order? Nah, I'm sure not. Nah, I'd still eat it. Nice. Yep. <laughs> I would. All right, so let's do the rundown. Let's, let's the not rundown. forget, let's not forget anybody. We have, I, I'll do my, I gotta, wait, you know, wait, have I, one I, list? No, wait, I do have some regrets though. Okay. So how are we gonna make I, sure we don't miss anybody? No regrets, not even a single letter. I'm, I'm just I'm just gonna say my regrets okay. and then we'll all add to the massive list. Okay. Um uh I have two huge glaring regrets. One, uh and Mr. Price will probably agree with me on this, is not running into our good buddy L. Dave. Yep. Dave Matthews. Yeah, Matthews. I, never I cannot that. believe it was her. Oh, big time hurt. Not, not because of anything he did, but because I did not get to see him. And number two was I did not Meet up with Don Cardenas. Oh, really? You didn't? You didn't? No, I didn't. And it's it was always like a chaos thing where I made a point to go over to to his table, and then something happened. Like, oh, there's Bean. Oh. Bean's talking. What was I going to do? Oh, I don't know. I'll go look for some back issues. You know what I mean? Like, so uh, I, because my my attention span is very, very, very narrow, right. right? And it was not intentional. And one of the things I set out, I said, I'm going to talk to Don. I'm going to talk to Flippa. Blah 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 blah. And I and I didn't get to do it. And I feel like like Dookie. So all right, well, let's keep this going. I got some regrets too. What's that? Uh, well, Stegman's all butthurt that we didn't hang out. Say hi to him. I really? every time I passed the one time I did see him at his table, he was head down in a thick ass sketchbook, wife sitting next to him, and he had a line. So I wasn't gonna dip yeah, in front he, of anybody. He took issue with it. He took issue with it. I didn't well, even see we'll it. Have to, we'll make that up for him next time. Uh, you know, looking back, I didn't spend too much time in Artist Alley, did, did I? No. Uh, also, same thing. Kari Randolph was like, "How you not gonna stop by?" My bad. Oh fuck oh, yes. Um, yeah. uh, same thing with Burnham. My bad. Um. Who else? There was one other person that I was like, oh shit. Uh, who was it? Those were the three I had written down. 
Well, all the time we would have spent to them with them, we dedicated to Scotty. So we didn't, gonna, but we didn't hang out with Scotty at the, at the con at all. No, but you know, as I was saying, we spent a lot of time with Scotty, yeah, which like was awesome. Yeah. yeah, that was oh, awesome. Oh, Tim Seeley, that's that one. Oh damn! Oh, yeah. We did see Norton. Yeah, yeah, for, chatted up for a while. Sure. Norton had a very unfortunate thing happen yeah, to him. And I, what the hell happened? So, Someone broke into his car. Into, yeah, right yeah. At, the, at, the, at the con. No, no he was. That a they were uh, going out to dinner at uh, some pizzeria. Oh, well, okay. So it was it wasn't at his house, right? No, no. Okay, he, good because he's my neighbor, and that would piss me off. <laughs> yeah, right, he's so doing great though. Let's run this list down. Yeah, but you know that sucks, man. You get somebody busts into your car and yeah. takes all your yeah, money. That's right, bullshit. Uh, oh, we did oh, the, we, oh, that sucks. Yeah. We uh, we we met listener Dan on. Um, on Friday, and we bumped into him a couple times Dan over, over the course of the con. I wrote, I think so, but then I was looking at the Facebook photo, and I'm thinking not. So I, I apologize if I know we want some original Dan, art. But... We did, we did, and we saw another Dan over at uh, at Brick Squad when you were looking for minifigures, and I was okay. shouting over you. So that was, and we saw a Zach on our way out, and we were getting our luggage from the baggage from a coat check. Um, they do everything together, Chris. But, uh, they just, you know, they're you're, already, you're already gone, bro. You're already home. You were like, I'm home, yeah. bitches. It's like fucking three o'clock. In, incapable of, of separating. Like the Wonder Twins. But yes, I have, I have Dan <laughs> Day on here. I have, uh, Wooder, Billy Z, Brian Bowles, and his sons. Dave Jordan, Daniel White, Arnie, Todd Strickland, Dave, Jenny, Scotty. Uh, we saw Sal, John Dudley, Cam Smalley, uh, Flip. Dave Proust, John Bishop, Andy Tom, Chris Marshall, Vander, Norton, Brown, Drew, of course, Tommy Lee Edwards, talked to him for a little bit, uh, Wendy. Uh, good, I was going to say you didn't say Kelly Wendy. Kelly Williams, Tom Kelly, Chris Ravikant, Dan Dave, that's who I have at the, uh, at the moment. Dave Proust. Oh, you said that. I did, I did, that's why I'm just, I'm throwing mine, I don't want you, I don't want to uh, just... John Westoff. Yes. Oh yeah, him too. Jason Ford. Yep. I I pinched John's nipple and I don't think he dug it. <laughs> That's a shame. Uh, Ray Wagner. Yep. Oh yes. Um, you say Rick Hansen? You did right. No, oh, yeah. I did. I did, did many say, times. Did you say Stanley Bowles? No. The family Bowles. Brian Bowles. No, no, Brian Bowles. Yes, but Stanley Bowles. No, I did not. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Daniel White, Cam Smalley, John, Bean, John Bishop. John Bishop, yep. yet Todd Strickland, yep. Jerry McDade, uh, Chris Revacant, Flippa Dippa. I feel bad because when, oh, well, Billy Z, and the same thing with, with, with Jerry when, uh, when we were leaving Sunday, I straight up, I am apologizing if at any moment, at any point during the, uh, during the con that, uh, that I, Seemed uninterested or, or, or came across as short. It, my shoulder and arm were killing me by yeah, Sunday. Okay. What are you talking about? After you had left Sunday and, and we were still seeing people and saying goodbye to people. If, if at any point I was oh, just like, you know, I just, I'm not feeling this conversation or whatever. I need to go. It's my, my, my arm was fucking with me. Mm. Well, you did, you did, did you say McDade? Yeah, I said McDade. Right, yeah, yeah. How could you forget him? Rick Hansen. Um, who else? Um, Dave and Jenny. 
Yep. Mm-hmm. Lucky man. Mm-hmm. He's such a lucky man. Sal. How the hell could we forget Sal? You know, you know, you know what doesn't feel, you know what doesn't feel right to me? Going to Chicago and not seeing Tom. That does not feel right. It feels wrong, actually. Tom Caters. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's a ghost these days. He'll keep up Seriously. with him on Facebook, but yeah, he's a busy boy. It's good. He's, he's in his second career and I think, you know, he's got a, you know, got a kid now. And, uh, yes, yeah. beautiful little boy too. Yeah. But I'm just saying, you know, I've always associated, uh, I mean, we would always meet up at some point in the con and he would laugh at the stuff I bought. Uh-huh. I mean, that's, you know, that's just a, that's, that was our thing. And now it's not there anymore. We shouted so. out Bishop, right? Yep. We did. Uh, hold on. Yeah, you gotta get the UK folks. It was good to see Chris Marshall. It was, oh, for sure. Really uh, yeah. shout out yeah. to, uh, Alessandro Maselli. Oh, oh yeah. Brent. Scoot over. Yep. Uh, Brian Level. Uh, my, my new homie Colin Lawler, who hooked up David as well. Yeah. Govar, of course. Yep. I uh, got a shout out Kennedy because he is someone who does deliver on point every oh, time. Oh yes, he's a beast. He's a badass. Uh, got to have the great pleasure of meeting uh, Miss MJ Erickson at this con. Lovely young up and coming artist. Uh, shout out to uh, my boy Sajad Shah uh, and my boy Adelso Corona, who I yeah. seem to see at every single con. Uh, shout out to Scott Hepburn, Dap, for the fifty dollars pages. You know, dude, I, I, this is, and we didn't, we didn't get into our hall yet, but yeah, Hepburn is, he's a chill dude. Um, we'll do the halls after, but yeah, I was, he, and he's another guy who, who just like you know, Kelly Williams or Ryan Brown, and 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 the dudes who just, here's my art. I have a stack of this, the, uh, whatever you want to pay me, and and it's like, I mean. Hepburn had pages marked for 50 bucks, you know, his recent Marvel and DC work, but they should be going for way more than that. Mm. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. They're beautiful. Shout out to Ryan yeah. Brown, of course, to Jamal. Uh, I'm pissed at that asshole. All right. Oh, nice. Ryan Brown. Shout out to Mike Costa, who was hanging out at Ryan's table. <laughs> Chris. Uh, uh, shout out to, to Mike Alexandropoulos and, uh, and Ed McGinnis, of course. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't get to talk to Ed. Yeah, nobody really did. He was busy. Huge, huge shout out to Paolo. What's up? Much love. Major, major shout out to Sanford Green and David Walker. Mm -hmm. Um, I can speak to either of them. Oh Uh, man, I got to spend a good, good bit of time on that, that uh, end of that first, first con day talking to them. Um, shout out to Ariella Cristantina, who David and I saw working slavishly at the uh, Starbucks right after we landed and then at the con. Uh, definite shout out to Chad Harden, who's hooking me up, hopefully as we speak, with a domino commission. Man, never stops. It doesn't ever stop. Um, it's not stop. half of a shout out to Marguerite Savage. Why a half? Cause she doesn't know how to draw a gun. Um, <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> the minor of shout outs to John Divin. Um, no, <laughs> Didn't we talk to Marguerite Bennett a little yeah, bit? a little bit. Too? Shout out to Bennett. Uh, Straight down her shirt. Much love thought. to Sho Morase, who is breathtakingly good as a fine artist. Yep. Um, oh, Dap, da- shout out to Sonia Anwar, another young up-and-coming oh, artist. Oh, she was fantastic. Is both fetching and sweet and talented. Yeah. Um, I feel like we're forgetting Y'all got around, didn't you? Oh yeah, we spoke to Cooter for a little bit, who is, uh, oh, of course, yeah. who Cooter is not, 
who isn't sorry about uh, leaving his current employer, but is very excited about what's coming up, uh, even though he refuses to tell us Jack. Now he wouldn't tell us anything, yeah, too. Fucker. Oh, nice to him. see him show up on time for once on a, on a Friday, though. Yep. <laughs> Although he did, uh, he, he did kind of meander in on Saturday because we got there before he did. That's very true. I'm kind of sad we didn't talk to Stegman. I know. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute, dude. That's what we're forgetting. Humongous lo- uh, love to Sean Pryor. Uh, I was, and, oh, and, I was, I was his, holding on to that one. And his table mate, Tressa Bowling, who I've oh, never yes. met before. Oh, no. Very yes. nice young, like, young mm-hmm. lady. Uh, and it's great to hear that, uh, Sean's life is going so well. And I Big time. Warms my heart. Uh, shout out to Steve Bryant. Huge news for him as he's moving to Action Lab. Must be excited. Yes. I didn't talk to Steve either. Where the hell was I? You were on I the, know, uh, like you said, you weren't in, uh, yeah. I'm in Hulk back issues. <laughs> 17 left to go. Shout out to Jay Lee, of course. Yeah, he, he nailed that Spider-Man. He did. Shout out to Sean Crystal. Uh, yep. Brent Schoonover. I said that already, but that's cool. Okay, cool, cool. No cool. problem, no problem. Vanessa Del Rey said a quick hello to her. Um, Can I add one? Yeah, of course. There's no. Uh, Will and I and, and Ray were hanging with Rafer Roberts for a while. You were He's, nice. Yes, we yeah, were. I meant He's to go and get that bootleg, oh, cool. and I never got a chance. I to got the bootleg, dude. dude. I got yeah. it. He's gonna. Um, we have to contact you know who, and he's going to come on the show. Sweet. Okay. Speaking yep. of coming on the show, shout out to Daniel Warren Johnson. Yes. You. Um, who else we got? Said a quick hello to Jenny Frisson when I was talking to Mike. Mm-hmm. Um, you did not get anything from uh, James Calafiore and his friend Mike McComb. No, but it's always always good to, to get, throw them a little love. Jeremy Hahn. Uh, sh- and shout out to, Seren- to Serena Guerra. Our girl yes. from, the, from a, the master plan with the here with the jam from last come. Yeah, Jeremy's uh, Hans table was hopping and too. his wife, Jeremy and his wife. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm bummed I didn't talk to Jeremy. He's always one of my favorite guys. Was Clay there? No, no. not that I saw. Okay, uh, they've got uh, the the, the uh, uh, giant Hawaiian dick Kickstarter that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Be- uh, let's see here. <laughs> Shut up, Vince. I'm so easy. Uh huh. You love that. You just, you just said giant Hawaiian dick. Uh, Jose Luis Garcia Lopez. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Doug, uh, Mr. Doug Schneid. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Zach bought a, 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 a you did too, Jason. No, yes? I, I didn't. Uh, this time. It was a, just a color. Uh, once I realized it was a color rendering, I didn't, I didn't buy it. Oh, okay. Uh, but Zach bought I saw Vince Locke. I saw, uh, Tim Vigil. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I, I didn't, <laughs> I go for the sickos, you know that? And, uh, Vigil's, he had the, the, the book there. Yeah, Punisher you're cutting really, off somebody's hand you can't have. Yeah, you're, you're re- no, stop. <laughs> you, you really couldn't look through Vigil's book in, in Mixed Company. No, 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 no. no. Uh, Mike Huddleston did not make it. No. Uh, no, that's very true. Shout out to, uh, Kerry Nord who managed to say hi to me in spite of being very tired this weekend. Um, shout out to, uh, <laughs> to Tom Richmond. Uh, <laughs> who was busy? Another, he was busy too, yeah. He was. Another Tom Richmond? No. No, I didn't get it. No, I'm just shouting out people. I said hello to Oh, okay. Um, uh, said a quick hello to Marcio Takara. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, did you say hi to your boy, uh, Ryan Lee? Uh, yes, of course. Oh, good. Ryan Lee, where we saw arguably the best jam piece ever. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. That wasn't one of mine. You're um, jealous. I am, I am jealous. It's a phenomenal piece. It's, it is. Legend. And it, it, it's, it's the in, stuff in of legend. Concept, it really is. Yeah. Concept, execution, Speaking it's Speaking of stuff of, of legend, uh, shout out to Charles Paul Wilson. Hmm. Uh, who was, uh, who was he set was. up the show. Yeah. Um, Oh, J.K. Woodward was hanging out with us on, at the at, at Union Station. Mm-hmm. That is true. Where was I? We didn't. We were there. Uh, you were there. He was at yeah. He was at Lincoln Station. Yeah, with when hanging out with Wendy. He cut his hair. Yes. He did. He did. Yeah. I think he had absolutely no idea who I was. Really? Yes. <laughs> which I was just like, okay, <laughs> which is fine. Yeah. Huh. I didn't see J.K. That sucks. And it does for you. It surely, you know who I felt bad for? The guy at uh, uh, the station, the dude that was watching the basketball game all by himself in that middle table, all like by not, not talking to anybody, and he looked so sad. I was just going to be like, "Hey, you want to come hang with us?" I mean, I, I know maybe you're here to watch the game, but you know we're we're having fun over here. Come on over. Nah, he just sat there the whole time, didn't say anything to anybody, and then just got up and walked out. Now, what if he was there? For the the gathering, and no one said anything to him. Well, that That's just wrong. Awkward. That's wrong. Well, you know, some of it's on him for not getting up and and you know trying to mingle. But if he was there, you know, for the the EOC thing, I feel bad now that no one no one said anything to the guy. Hmm. Yep, it's your fault. Totally. <laughs> Is that it? Do we cover everybody? I think we pretty much covered everybody. See, now if I'm not, super bad if we didn't. Because oh yeah. Well, it's, just put the disclaimer. It's like, we'll think about it as soon as, as soon as you stop recording. It's like, oh, oh it'll, it'll definitely happen yeah. afterwards. As, uh, Mr. Pryor often said when he was doing a podcast, he would do this kind of thing. And I loved it. He'd say, if I forgot you, blame it on my head, not my heart. Yep. Oh. <laughs> speaking, speaking of Sean, he, the, talking to him, that was, that was my big takeaway from, from the show in general. And it was, it was just the, the best feeling is that, Almost without exception, everyone that I talked to, and it was Sean Pryor and Jamal Eigel and Steve Bryant and Dave Wachter and, you know, Hanson, mm-hmm. and you just go down the line of so many wonderful people that I've gotten to know over the years because of these, these silly funny books that have, you know, a, a lot of them have gone through some, gone through some rough stretches, um, either, you know, relationship or physically or, you know, just, you know, just life kind of, kind of throwing them lemons. And at the entire show, it was just one person after the other that was just kept telling me that they're doing great that for yep. the first time in years it's like life ha- is not kicking them in the balls and and you know it's quite the opposite i mean you know dave wachter how happy does that guy look right now right. Oh, it's you know, disgusting I, it is it's life disgusting. is life is good and you know i go and, and sean Pryor, sean you know sean went through some you know dark uh-huh. times and is is doing i mean sincerely really well right now and so that just that just warmed my heart big time to see See how many people are are doing really well. Rick Hansen went through some really rough yep, times, yeah, and he's yeah. and he's just he's 
all Friday night, man, he was just on cloud nine. Even whenever yeah, he, he was, was arguing, mm-hmm. oh, even when he was arguing with you, you know, you can tell it was just <laughs> he was having a blast doing it. So that yeah, was but weird. then the conversation quickly turned to Godzilla, and it was awkward. <laughs> Jason Hurley, we uh, got a shout. He was there. Yeah. Um, oh, another a uh, Chester Costello. Oh, okay. Who's the professor who teaches right. who uses our freaking show to teach his course. You can get a refund, kids, if you push for it. Which is pretty crazy, but but <laughs> it's better. pretty it's crazy. Not, yeah. Gotta be a joke. He's nuts for doing it, but, but sure. But good for him, I guess. Um We but we drop some science every week. It's 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 nestled in a maybe a little bit of poop. You got to dig for it, but the science is there. Uh, true. <laughs> is it true? Reluctantly, begrudgingly, uh, Jason agrees. Who else we got? Who else? <laughs> Can't forget anybody. What did? Well, while we're trying to remember, if we forgot anybody, what did everybody come home with? Oh, can I go first? Absolutely. Oh, damn it! Any other way? You love me so much. I mentioned the uh, Batman Power Records. And the Dave Jordan, where do we go from here? What else am I forgetting in this little tiny stack? The CD from Rick Hansen. I bought Blackhawk 222. Uh, Wolf the Barbarian number two. Get this. Marvel Spotlight number four. Mike Plug, Werewolf by Night. Mm, nice. I got, uh, Gold Key, uh, Boris Karloff Tales of Mystery number 32, which has an amazing cover. I've always wanted this book. Never found it. Two bucks, right? Uh, here's the Brian Vander, uh, Superior Spider-Man number 27. Now, and now the Hulks. All of these are either Herb Trimpey or Trimpey and Severin, uh, Hulk 147, 150, 155, 159, Abomination, and 163 with the Gremlin. I got a Marvel Masterworks. Volume 2 of Jungle Action. More Lorna the Jungle Girl, who was once Queen of the Jungle. Uh, who was looking the, for, Ma- Wooder was looking for Masterworks, wasn't he? And he said, yeah. or Billy Z, and they said that, uh, they, nobody had any. And we were like, no, just, uh, Vince, grab some Jungle Action. Yeah. I always grab some Jungle Action whenever I can. Uh, this has Lozar, Lord of the Jungle, yes. which is Kazar's, like, cousin, because he's not <laughs> over cousin, yeah. Um, but it has Don Rico, Werner Roth, Joe Manili, John Romita is in here, J. Scott Pike, and Al Hartley. Ten bucks. Cover price, $60. Where are you going? Seriously. Um, I got a copy of The Rook, number two, which completes my run from Warren. And the best thing I received this weekend, by far, uh, my buddy Will Pfeiffer gave me this. It's a uh, British book. Uh, 70s monster memories. Who knows me? Uh, Will Pfeiffer knows me. <laughs> it is a gigantic tome. It's, it's heavy as hell and it's just, um, everything that I love. Famous monsters, uh, hammer, aurora models, exploitation films and horror movies, cards, uh, you know, ev- every, just, this is, this book is total me in, in, in paper form. So thank you, Will. That's what I bought. I don't think I left anything out. All right. Did I? No, I don't know. Uh, uh, David, we, uh, oh. we almost forgot. We almost forgot. Uh, or Vince, we almost forgot. Wade, Wade Kapanki. Oh, jeez. Who had us sign uh, the 
the 11 o'clock. Yeah, I didn't get to see him. It is a little weird. And, that was a little weird. Uh, Professor cool. Chester. I said that, dude. I just got done talking about that. That's right. He's true. I'm sorry. He's true. I wish. I wish I was. I wish I was. No, I was looking at, I was looking at the uh, artist I was to see if we missed anybody. Mm. My bad. My bad. You're not bad. Preoccupied, maybe. What'd you get, Bo? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I, didn't even it. I didn't even tour it yet. Yeah, no, I didn't. I, I didn't get to scan anything yet. I did. Um, I have a. I brought Renee home. I brought her a Deadpool Lego figure, uh, and a Deadpool fabrication from Funko. But she also. Oh damn, David! I forgot the Mean Machine. No, you didn't. Why? I was going to buy it. No, get on Amazon. That's cheaper. Um, and you want to put it in your suitcase anyway. But the um, Colin Lawler, I asked him for a uh, for a Benedict Cumberbatch Sherlock, which he killed. Um, So she's getting that, and uh, Tressa had some original art in her portfolio. So I. uh, I got Renee the, um, the Siamese twins from Lady and the Tramp. And then the, oh, nice. uh, I bought two pages from Scott Hepburn, one from the first issue of Drax early on in the issue is, uh, page five, I believe, where, um, the, the guardians are kind of splitting up to all, uh, get away from each other for a little while. And, and this page has a few panels of Rocket. And Groot, uh, it also has Thing and, and Venom, but, uh, it was primarily for the, the Rocket and Groot. And then a page from the second issue, which has a beautiful top panel, uh, where Drax is inside the mechanics garage and there's tons of, uh, tons of detail in the machinery and, and there's a, there's a paste up of, of Drax's head in the bottom panel. And then on the back, there's a little sketch that uh, Scott started to um, map out that first panel I mentioned. Uh, Jason has my piece from Daniel White, which I'll get in October, if not sooner. And there was um, the, where do we go from here for Mr. Jordan, the book from flip. And I did spend a dollar and got, Oh shit. No, I also, left Kelly Williams with about uh, six or seven. I, I left with about six or seven pieces of, of his art. A um, couple of Adam's family, an awesome looking uh, Spider-Man swinging through the city piece. And, uh, and, and the, um, a ROM, which you gave to me. Yes. <laughs> uh, but the, the dollar I spent on two comic books just for the hell of it. Uh, Mystery Incorporated Book One from 1963. And Lex Luthor, the unauthorized biography by James D. Hudnell and Eduardo Barreto and with Adam Kubert. Both of them for 50 cents each. Nice. Read them both. Of nice course. Done. All right, Dap, I, I got my inventory now. Okay, good. Uh, I got, got two, two James Curse on my X-Men villains piece. Vander hooked me up with an awesome Magneto. Brian hey. Level hooked me up with an awesome Strife. 
let's see. I didn't do a lot on the jams this week, this weekend. Um, on my, uh, Young Avengers, uh, the aforementioned MJ Erickson did an awesome stature. Uh, on the, oh, nothing on the XL. Oh no, on the XL's jam, uh, Colin Lawler did a Holocaust. Killed that. Pretty dope. Not too often someone actually asks to do Holocaust, so it was, I had to jump on that. And then on my second Avengers Jam piece, I did the aforementioned, got the aforementioned Jay Lee Spider-Man, which is dope. It's Spider-Man Upside Down, which I love. And Sonya Anwar did a beautiful She-Hulk. Um, and she colored it, so now the rest of the squares are all black and white. So I'm going to target this one as one that I'm hopefully going to get Paul Mounts to color uh, at some point. Um, I got, as is usual, a ton of domino commissions. Uh, I got a domino from MJ Erickson. I got a domino from Scott Hepburn. Uh, let's see. Uh, I got a domino from Mr. Kennedy. Woot woot. Um, got a domino from Mr. Brian Level. I got a sweet domino Phantom X and Wolverine piece from Sajad. Uh, let's see here. Oh, did I got a domino from Shomarase, as I mentioned earlier. Uh, I got two Mahmood pages from the Avengers Free Comic Book Day issue yeah. uh, via Paolo. Uh, let's see here. I got the um, Ed McGinnis Mark Morales uh, page from, from Spider-Man Deadpool, which I had ordered a couple weeks ago but picked up at the con. Uh, I got Vander's absolutely stunning domino with the killer X in the background. I mean, he... Super, unbelievably well composed. Arguably the most well composed piece of the weekend. Um, I got a Corey Smith Nova page, which is dope. Um, the Mr. Govar, who I often get something from, did uh, a little something different for me this time. It's for for my family. Um, we collect like whale art and statues and whatnot. So he did a. Um, uh, a narwhal, a scene of narwhals, uh, a painting of, of narwhals that I'm going to frame for our family in our TV room. Um, got, uh, Mr. Mr. White did a sweet, well, he actually did two sweet, uh, uncanny X-Force, uh, uh, team pictures for me. He drew one, showed it to me. I loved it. Then he decided he didn't like it. So he drew another one <laughs> and gave them both to me, but they're both awesome. He also gave me the, uh, 2016 11 o'clock comics, uh, uh, cover art with Domino on it. And I have David's, as he mentioned, uh, Spider-Man currently. Uh, Carrie Nord did a, uh, uh, at least started a, uh, Wolverine commission, uh, for me. Um, the, probably the big OA get of the weekend in terms of pages was I got the, Chance to have first dibs on Sanford's Power Man and Iron Fist art. So I was able to procure two pages of the first two issues of my choosing, which, uh, was pretty freaking sweet, gotta say. It was fun looking through all the art and choosing which two that I wanted to get, come home with. Uh, and I think that might be it. Oh, no, wait. I'm looking at beautiful Melissa <laughs> Benoist right now, picture of Melissa. Can't, can't forget that. Um, I got a sweet beast from Mr. Colin Lawler, Blue Fur Beast. I got a, an equally sweet Power Man and Iron Fist commission from Mr. Schoonover. And 
here are the Daniel, here are the Daniel White pieces that I've already discussed. Let me see here. Don't leave anybody out. Oh shit! I almost forgot my boy Kelly Williams did a killer wonder, uh, Wonder Man and Beast. I love that. For me. I love yeah. that piece. It's beautiful. And now I think that's it. So there you go. Chris, what'd you bring home? I brought home one comic. What was uh, that? Be? I got um, Ryan Brown has uh, done the negative negative one issue of. God hates astronauts. Oh right, right. Where yeah. he took he took the uh, the the this it was very very Stanley of him. Where he's taken the uh, the art and completely rescripted the first issue of God hates astronauts, which uh, is brilliant. I can't wait to uh, I can't wait wait to to read it again for the first time. <laughs> So yeah, so yeah, I grabbed that. You know, it's I've got I've got so much book in the house and so much original art that that in in you know the portfolio cases that that I don't even look at anymore. To to acquire more stuff is 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 not the is not what I want to do, especially now that I'm uh, uh, venturing out into the world of uh, full time freelance. So uh, so the wife would probably not be real happy if I came home with a giant bag of, of books and original art. But uh, uh, one of the things uh, that I've been able to do since you know since I, I left the show is go back and actually read a lot of stuff way way too much stuff for the first time you know i i had acquired so much stuff and it would sit in the 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 to read to read oh i'm sorry i'm on 11 o'clock the 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 regine pile uh was really really big so it's been nice to to get through a lot of stuff i'm making my way through mind management right now and boy is it oh, it's great it's just so good yeah and uh yeah so i mean i've got i've got years of stuff that i still have to catch up on that's a good thing oh yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah and stuff Our... you know it's you get old you forget shits so you know yeah going back unfortunately to like the, the frank miller about. daredevil run yeah it's like oh it's like, i don't even remember this wait the punisher yeah. was in this huh yeah, no shit. <laughs> uh, have we have we said our piece mm-hmm. for this this uh, C two E two twenty sixteen? Do you for, uh, for the hospitality? Mm-hmm. Lassie, Jimmy fell down yeah. the well again. Yeah. Uh, Whatever, do dude. You that was... the... <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! What? Can Whatever. I have some pre- can I have some pretzel with that salt, dude? Uh, uh, well, everybody, hold on, hold on. I just wanted to what say. Up? I just want to say how special it was to reconnect with you guys oh, this week. Yes. And it's been, it's been, been way too long and I really, I really miss talking to you guys on a weekly basis and it, it was, uh, it was really good to, to reconnect with you guys and, uh, you know, a lot of the other, you know, listeners, but yeah, seeing, seeing you three, uh, mooks was, was pretty, was pretty special. And, uh, um, it's, I'm really, um, you know, Honored that you that you have, you know wanted to have me back on for a, for a recap and to, you know see if I could get back on the uh, the tricycle and uh, and do this again. But uh, hey, no, we'll uh, it was great. And I love you guys. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> we'll be there. Walk, walk, walk. 
All right, everybody. Hey, as usual, this episode of uh, 11 O'Clock Comics has been sponsored by who? Discount Comic Book Service. DCBService.com. I'll run down that list one last time. Bring out your Kleenexes and dab those moist eyes because it's the last time you're going to hear them. Future Quest number one. DC, $1.99. Ride, Deluxe Hardcover, Volume 1, big-ass book, $40 cover price. Bring it home for 20 And Titan Comics, Tank Girl, Two Girls, One Tank, number one, will cost you $2.19 in your travels. Go, I don't know, I have, I, I can't recommend anything because, to be honest, uh, we haven't read this much since the convention. First, ladies and gentlemen. I know. But what I want you to do is, okay, I want you to go to the Netflix. If you don't have the Netflix, get the Netflix. Watch Daredevil Season 2 and... Um, Enjoy Frank Castle. Or that person running around claiming to be Frank Castle. <laughs> and, and Enjoy Daredevil because it's good stuff. It's really good it's stuff. stuff. It's good stuff. It's great stuff. The uh, In your travels, there are a few things I read over... The way home, um, this week, but we'll get into that next week. So while you still can take advantage of the sale over at Comixology, uh, in your travels because of a little movie that, uh, is coming out tomorrow that most of the population apparently has already seen. Uh, <laughs> but uh, how does that happen? There are a, uh, Comixology is running a few sales, two of which I want to mention. One is the world's finest bunch of old Superman and Batman books from the, uh, 1985, 1986, uh, time frame and, uh, and another. That's when Simonson was doing the covers, right? No, dude, I'm looking at a Giffen cover. I'm looking at a Miller cover. I'm looking at a bunch of Hannigan and Jansen or Hannigan and Giordano covers. Um, huh. Simonson, I think, did the covers leading up to uh, where the sale begins. The sale begins at, like, issue 285. Oh, okay. Um, and there's also, there is a Punisher and Daredevil sale, but I'm pushing you towards the Daredevil collected editions on Comixology, uh, where you can, if you haven't read it yet, for whatever, I don't even want to know why you wouldn't have not yet read Born Again, but Pick it up for five bucks. I gotta say they're really pushing the Christian uh, iconography in this season too, which is good. It should be for, front and center. For Daredevil. Yeah, yeah. It's part of the part of the character. I, yeah. Well, it's, I mean that it's it's not even the Christian icon. It, it's the fucking Catholic guilt, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I know. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. Even even the motel with the cross and the in neon. Oh yeah. And it's like, so you, yeah, it's yeah. pretty great. No, it's it's yeah. No, it's. I like what they're doing with it, but yeah, so go and uh check out some sales that they're having for another few days. I was uh going to do the Daredevil thing, so Vince stole my thunder. Oh, but you know what I'm going to do? All what? you parents out there who neglected your kids because you were at a con this past weekend. Oh, shit. Read your kids some comics, man. Oh, for example, I happen to be reading Teen Titans Go to my youngest son. Because he loves that cartoon, and it's great. It the car the comic is just like the TV show. It's great. Mm-hmm. So shout out to that. And it's been written and drawn by a ton of people over the last few years. So 
uh, it's not one particular person, but I will say, um, our boy, uh, from a few Baltimore cons ago, Jorge Corona dad, he yep. does the inks for a lot of the issues. So that's hot. Yeah. So there you go. He's a busy dude because he was drawing yeah. the, uh, we are Robin. Yep. Nice. Do I get one? Of course. You sure do. Alright, uh, this is going back to a, a, a Christmas present that I got, and, uh, and I've been working my way through it, uh, through it slowly. This is, uh, Vince Life, this is from Fanagraphics, and, mm. uh, it's a, uh, a collection that came out, uh, last year. It's called The Eternaut, or The Eternaut. Have you guys talked about this? Who, who did this? Um, it's written by Hector, G- uh, German Osterheld, and drawn by Francisco Solano Lopez. Oh. It is a uh, a collection of a science fiction strip that was done in Argentina in the 1950s. And it's who gave you this? Fucking off my wife. It was on my it was on my wish list, and it is fucking awesome and unbelievable uh it's it's i mean it's just filled with like cold war era uh paranoia and and sci-fi nuttiness um it's it's it is definitely it's of its era but it's but it's also a foreign comic um the uh wow, it's out of stock on fanographics oh it's so good vince it's so good it kind of reminds me of David Lloyd. Am I in the zone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um, okay. Now the okay. So here's the here's the uh, the really kind of sad um, thing is that so this this happens at a time of some serious unrest in in Argentina, and um, the uh, there was a lot of political revolution, and you know it was a time where a lot of artists and and thinkers and that kind of stuff were were being imprisoned um, by the by the new uh, by the new government, and um, uh, nobody knows what happened to the artists that did this. So what do you mean? Like, he disappeared. Rob- during- no way. Yeah, yeah. So it's um, um, yeah. It's there. There's there's a lot of interesting story, you know, uh, around and behind this as well. Um, that's that's worth researching and and looking at. But just a really original um, and amazing sci-fi story that no one ever really knew about. And you know, it's one of the reasons why Fanographics is is great because they they find this kind of stuff and and they they reprint it. It's this was for me. It was as um, kind of eye-opening and and as exciting as when I read my first Jacques Tardy book. Wow. You know, it's like it's you know, this is like, you know, totally different and, you know, something that I'm going to just, you know, absolutely fall in love with. You can't get it for less than 100 bucks. Really? Yeah. Yep. Well, hopefully they put it back in print. Yeah. Because can, it's you, really oh, you take a look at it. You can, it's almost 400 pages. Yeah, it's huge. Oh my God. Yeah. How the hell did I blank on this? I don't know, but it's... Jason it's, was probably pissing me off or something. Well, and, and the name, it's the, the Eternaut, and I forget what it's, what it's, uh, translated from, but it's, he's the eternal astronaut. It's kind of right, like, a, yeah. yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's really good. You, you, if you can, if Fanographics has it digitally, I don't know if they, if they, if they have the license to do that, find it digitally if you can't find the, the paper, cause you would, you would totally dig it. 
Wait, is the cover die cut? Yeah. No way. Yeah. Holy yeah, shit. Yeah, it's the slipcase, and so yeah, it's, it's so yeah, it's. It, oh man. It's really nice. It's printed really well. It's yeah, it's everything that's good about Fantagraphics. And what was the original, the original price on it? I don't know. It was um, the original price was like forty bucks. Yeah, yeah, which is really uh, inexpensive considering you know the the production uh, mm-hmm. values on this thing. Yeah. Damn. Good for you. I got to keep my eye out for this. Yeah. yeah. Find it. You can probably, call, Yeah, you can see. You can probably dig it up in a in a shop somewhere. Yeah. All right, everybody. It was, it was probably at Quimby's. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Drop that turd before he leaves. That's awesome. Flush. Melissa yeah. <laughs> Benoist was not at Quimby's. No, she wasn't. So it was worth it. Um, and David wasn't at Quimby's Aww. either. Uh, so, uh, Christopher, it has been a pleasure to have you on this week. Yeah. For reals. Um, don't wait another year to come back. Uh, All right. Two, actually. You guys got the, you got the number. There you go. Um, as always, please, if you enjoyed what you heard this week, leave us an iTunes review or a similar review somewhere else, wherever you get this thing. We really appreciate it, and that's how we would uh, garner more listeners because we always want new buddies into the fold. It makes us happy. It makes you happy. It's a win-win situation. So come back next week. Join us, please. As always, say good night. Good night. No, wait. Oh. David. Good night. This little thing we play at the end. Uh, You'd know if you listen, but you don't listen, so it's okay. Yay, he did it. Say good night. Peace. Jason, you still there? Oh, I'm here. Oh, my bad. (laughs) (laughs) See, I know my part. I'm not supposed to talk during that whole good night thing. Uh, No, but this is where you say, peace. Deuces. Deuces, yo. We out. I'm still not over the fact that you're not playing Tribe this week, so... I don't. What is tribe? tribe. Even I, I'm the whitest person in the tribe world. Like tribe is. I'm not white. I'm Sicilian. I keep Dude, telling my you. My daughter yeah. passed away yesterday. And uh, I'm, I'm saddened. I'm saddened by this. But I don't know who it is. Well, yeah, you need to educate yourself. You're pretty awesome. Just, like, you, yeah, educate oh, yourself. I like a dungeon dragon. What is that? What is that? Show is still too long. <laughs>